Hey, what's going on, Champagne Sharks? We're uh, making up for lost time, catching up. It's uh, it's all my fault. I've just been getting injured left and right, like a big jinx. Um, I had my shoulder surgery. First off, it got postponed, but by a week, by a couple of weeks. But then on top of that, I broke my toe beforehand, so I was just all busted up, and I basically had more downtime than I planned. But we are catching up, and for those who don't know, but I'm sure you do because why would you be here? This is T, Trevor. This is episode 112, Champagne Sharks, ChampagneSharks.com. And we have with us D. What's up, everybody? It's D, D Mills. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at MDMills79. Don't at me is the handle. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, pretty good, man. And good. we also have Mike. Hey, whatever. what's up, everybody? Mike is on the mic. Glad to be here with you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We got some interesting shit for you tonight. I think. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And I forgot to mention my handle on Twitter, at uh, Ricky Rawls. Um, yeah, Twitter for me is like the Godfather part two, man. Like Every time I think I'm getting out, like they suck me back in. Like, I, like I'll go through a few days where I'll just tweet. Actually, like, that was part three. But Oh, I thought it was part. Oh, damn. I fucked up, I fucked up man. Part three. <laughs> I told you I'm very bad with details, man. And my always good with I, details. I bet you I bet you remember the chore the choreography of the uh, of the opera and the Yeah, he, you know what I remember? I remember part three, Michael's son singing the vocal version of the Godfather theme. Ah, that was beautiful. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? It was though. It was. It yeah. Is. Oh I've been trying to find we're off on a tangent here. I've been trying to find like the audio of that track and it doesn't seem to exist. But uh that's neither here nor there, but yeah. was that really him singing though, or was it not? Uh, yeah, that guy actually does concerts. That dude, that dude. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found live performances of the guy who was playing Michael's son singing that song. He did have song, a beautiful voice, man. Yeah, beautiful voice. The guy, uh, the guys are really. Uh, I don't want to say did. He did at the time. I don't. What? What's that? I said. I said. I should say, or should I say, does? I don't know if he still does, but I. When oh you say uh, yeah, did, it makes yeah, it seem yeah, like he's dead he, or something. No, he still he still performs because I've been trying to track down like uh, a studio version of that song of, of that song. He'll sing it at his concerts, you know. But um, I don't want to I don't want to go to his concert. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to hear it that bad. <laughs> yeah, but um, speaking of concerts, man, you know Anita Baker is on her last. Uh, she's having a retirement tour and. Uh, She's gonna be out here September thirteenth, man. I'm trying to get tickets to go to that. I always said that'll be if I ever went to a live concert. That's probably one of the only people I would ever want to watch live. So I'm trying my damnedest to get tickets to that. Just as a side, I know I'm off topic, but you just brought up. Uh, oh man, I mean, people. I think at this point, um, come to us um, for that now. <laughs> I think. Right. I think, <laughs> I, I think it's become like a feature and not a bug. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Bugs, right. It's yeah, yeah, all yeah. over the place. And it's all about them. Either of you like Anita Baker, man? I love it. Oh, Anita I love Anita Baker. Baker. Okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, she teased us. She teased us like she was going to come out with this album, and I was waiting for it and waiting for it. And then I think it was just like some greatest hits. And I didn't like her for about two days after that. I was like, <laughs> greatest hits? I thought she was going to give us some new shit. Right, and right. It right. wasn't. Oh, so I, I hated her for like two days. And I was like, okay, two people I, I like. Uh, from back in those days is uh Anita Baker and Sade and yeah. oh, man. who was the one that sang Piano in the Dark? Was it Brenda Russell? Brenda? Uh Piano in the Dark. That was uh, he, 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 you know that song, right? 
I think it was Evelyn Champagne King. What? No, sing it for us, T. <laughs> Uh, see, I, I, knew, I, knew you gonna, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. But thanks to Google, thanks to Google, I found it. And it, it, it is Brenda Russell. Oh, yeah, Brenda Russell. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to hear T sing it. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'll, I'll, I'll sing it for you if I had the lyrics. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna, Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to put the beat on so I can uh, oh, sing it. I'll, I'll sing the whole song, too. I'm not going to do one lyric. Like, like what I'm going to do is I'm going to punish Mike by singing the whole song for me. <laughs> okay, okay. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, okay, I'll just fuck it with you, T. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, nah, no, no one wants to hear that. But, uh, yeah. Just as I want. Oh man, There's so much to talk about, man. Let's just get down to it. Um, the, there's a civil war in the black community. Uh, it's between the foreign blacks and the American descended blacks, and it all started with our friend Lovey. Now a lot of people don't know who Lovey is, uh, especially black people. Like most black people don't know who Lovey is. I don't even know what Lovey's deal is, but. She's not very funny. I don't even say her claim to fame. Like, apparently her big claim to fame was she was on social media and she used to do these live social media live tweets to scandal, which is so typical because a lot of this crowd like loves scandal and stuff. And I guess those got pretty popular and she got like a following off of that. She got a book deal, a New York Times bestseller. And I've never seen her write anything funny or interesting. Like it's, it's so, she's so corny. It's, it's. And, and this is something I want to I wanna say. And you can tell me if you agree or disagree. But I'm starting to realize, man, I think, I think a lot of black people who get elevated um, by white society, because Lovey got like a profile in the New York Times, like a glowing profile. Like you would think she was just really pushing boundaries, saying something, something like amazing shit. She got like a profile in the New York Times. And you would think she was a genius until you like read her stuff and her crowds are like all white and everything and her fan base is like a lot of like uh, white white wine moms and stuff who think of her as like you know like a lot of these white wine moms they like virtual black girlfriends so they don't have to have to have a real a real black girlfriend so (laughs) they like these uh, figures that they could make in their mind like virtual black besties so you get all like the cool parts of having a black best friend minus the bad part of having an actual black person around you know like uh, like, inviting him for brunch or what (laughs) yeah yeah what's the bad part actually having him in your home yeah having them physically there like like, that's that's the bad part like 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 not being able to just turn them off at will like you know if they're physically there they might actually say something inconvenient or Uh, stay too long or you know maybe you go somewhere with them and you won't get service or won't get let in you know okay because you might get some residual like uh blowback from like or maybe they might ask you to speak up against like the racism of your other white friend that you're mutual friends with you, you know like like did you hear what sarah said and he's like oh my god uh tanisha are you making a big deal again you know sarah didn't mean it sarah's the coolest person i know like you know she, who, she, she's got you're her friend you think she's a racist you think she'd be here at lunch with us yeah you, you know she okay she called you a jigaboo but that's just <laughs> it's a term of endearment when she says chip it on your shoulder uh tanisha like, yeah, you know, slavery was 200 years ago okay get over it yeah, so, mm. so like, you were you know, never a slave, Tanisha. Yeah, their virtual black besties are well trained and well selected. They're pre vetted so by white people so that they know they're never gonna say anything like that because they've been they've been tested, pre vetted. You know, it, it's kind of like you can try like a new restaurant you've never had before, or you can go to McDonald's, and even if it's a new McDonald's you've never been to, you know 
corporate vetted it, you, you know what you're gonna get. Even yeah. if it's not great, you know what it's gonna be because it's been it's been vetted. This brand new restaurant, it might surprise you. You don't know what what you're gonna get. It might be better. It might be worse. I feel like that's how. Once you see somebody get to this level where like they're on NPR being like celebrated and they're getting a New York Times profile, you pretty much know as a white liberal, I can listen to this person and not be challenged or scared or no, inconvenienced no. at all. Yeah. And I think real life black friends a lot of yeah. times can scare them like that. Cause well, like a lot of black people, yeah, I, yeah. I heard her name, but I didn't know who she was or what she was famous for, what she did prior to this uh, particular uh, gaffe. I guess you want to call it. You can't really call it a gaffe once you read her history, but that's for later on. Yeah. Well, you know what's happening? Uh, Shonda Rhimes, uh, Shonda Land, Shonda Rhimes Production Company, is developing mm -hmm. Lovey's book, I'm Judging You, as a cable series. And I really Ugh. can't wait for that show because that's going to be a great hate. She's watch. judging. What? She's judging us. Yeah. She has a book called Who is I'm she Judging You. Because she. Well, her book, I think, is like a book of essays. It's kind of like Issa Rae's book, where it's like not funny and not particularly insightful. But yeah, you know, most, it's yeah, you know, this meritocracy black shit is it's no such thing, is there? Uh, I think there's a reverse. I think there's a reverse meritocracy for black people. And what I mean by that is what I was trying to get at. And as usual, I let my I, I derailed myself. Like no one else derailed me. I, I derailed myself. But. What I was trying to get at, I think it's a reverse meritocracy, like where white people actually deliberately elevate mediocre the black mediocre. people. Mediocre. Okay. Because, first off... It makes them feel better? It makes them feel better. They're not a threat. They're, they're just happy to be there. They're just happy to be there, you know, and be put on. And they're never going to say anything against you because they know that on some level that they're mediocre. You know, yeah. like, for example, um, I'm really strong my age here. But I mean, uh, when Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, he was such a powerful talent yeah. that it was like undeniable. Like you couldn't sideline him if you wanted to, because even white people would get mad. Like if you like he was like single handedly almost in every skit. He was just that popular at some yeah. point. And it became the it Eddie Murphy show. the whole. It, it, it yeah. And it became the Eddie Murphy series. show with his supporting cast. The not yeah. ready for primetime players. Right. And and what happened was like. He got so big and because they couldn't not make him. He was the first person. I believe he was the first person, the only person that actually hosted the show while still a cast member. Mm. He just got like that big. Uh, Nick Nolte was supposed to do and who he, he did the movie with 48 hours canceled the last minute. So they said, let's just have Eddie host the show. So they had a cast member host the show. And because his talent and charisma is so like undeniable, I used to read stories that a lot of his white co-stars used to kind of get like salty about it like you know and i feel like threatened by him and like outshined by him because they couldn't really do what he did like you know mm. like like he could do what they did but they couldn't do what he did um and a lot of it has to do with like with, with being black like, like it's, it's not easy for like like white people like black people know how to code switch a lot of the times they know how to kind of traffic in a lot of like what white people do but white people especially back in the 80s you know they really can't really do it in reverse and I've noticed, like, um, and Damon Wayans said this, too. Damon Wayans was on the show after Eddie Murphy left. And he said they would never, ever give him anything to do. They would just always have him do, like, supporting stuff or, like, just play a black guy but not really do anything. You know, just, like, just be there to just say something stereotypical and leave. And he got, like, really sick of it. And <laughs> Who did you he say said, Damon Wayans? Uh, Damon, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans was on... Uh, SNL and Damon Wayne's theory was that and this is true after Eddie Murphy left it left a huge hole in the show and people were like we don't want to fuck with this without Eddie Murphy like it's such a letdown now that he's gone and he had this theory 
uh, Damon Wayans, he said, because he got fired from the show because he would he would ad lib and add his own stuff just because he was that desperate to uh, do something beyond just just uh, recite lines and walk off the stage. Which is kind of like you know that guy Tim Meadows or like the guy Keenan or, or yeah or, yeah how they don't really have any breakout characters really uh, they don't really do much even when Chris Rock was there they really underutilized Chris Rock um, I think you're right about that yeah, yeah and, right and Damon Wayne's theory was that oh they were so afraid of letting a black guy get that popular again and have that much power and he, he said that. That's why he thought that they would never give him anything to do and why they eventually uh, fired him when he tried to force his way into a breakout star. Because you know Saturday Night Live is live. So if somebody yeah. goes off the reservation... I'm sorry. Uh, someone told me that's actually a racist term uh, with Native Americans. So but, but when somebody... When somebody... When somebody um, well, I'll say goes off the plantation because they know as a black person, I feel like <laughs> I could say that. Yeah. When somebody goes off the plantation... Um, You're bucking the system now, boy. <laughs> yeah yeah uh but when someone goes out the plantation live they can't stop you because it's live no and you Nobody... gotta try to, you gotta just play along because you don't want to give it away yeah so so that's what damon waynes did that got him fired he uh they had him play a cop and then he played the cop flamboyantly gay for no reason <laughs> it wasn't in the script <laughs> but he read the <laughs> lines exactly the same he didn't add any dialogue but he just had his cop come on and just be mincing and, and acting flamboyantly gay and then, and then they, they fired him. But he was just got that desperate. And he, he, that was his theory. And I feel like the loveys of the world are kind of like that. Like, they just kind of have the mom because it's like, okay, it makes us feel good. They're going to play virtual, their position. They're yeah, not, she's our virtual black to... girlfriend. But she's not going to be like a Richard Pryor or a Paul Mooney where they're going to make us uncomfortable or be very edgy or be kind of wild. Like, you know, Richard Pryor doing cocaine and setting himself on fire and like just having that super raw genius or Eddie Murphy just being because because because, you know, Eddie Murphy is kind of like he kind of broke the mold for a lot of black uh, comedians because he was like um, they never gave him anything like sexual to do in his movies and stuff. But, you know, he was a sex symbol. You know, even in in real life, you know, like he was yeah. probably smashing left and right. You know, oh, um, yeah. he was very charismatic. He joked about it on, on his raw on his raw stand up. He was talking about Michael Jackson going out to the uh, uh, to the Grammys with Brooke Shields, and he's like, you know, he's like, that's why they wouldn't let Brooke Shields go to the. Uh, well, he was like, you know, if Brooke Shields would went to the Oscars with me, she'd have been getting fucked that night. And that's <laughs> yeah. why he said, and that's why that's why we're going this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I, my I favorite never, stand-ups of all time. Oh, that's pretty Raw. great. Uh, oh, oh, I think we had the discussion, but Raw Delirious. Oh, did we? No, we had the discussion. Did we have the debate? Yeah, we did. We did, and I think I was the only one that liked it Raw more because, I don't know, I, I saw Raw first. I know okay. it, came, it came second, but I, I actually saw that one first. Didn't both of you say you like Raw? Oh, no, I like I like Delirious Oh, you like more. Delirious more? But, but I think what I might have said... Or if I didn't say it, I was thinking it. I think Raw might have had more longevity because I think the stuff we talked about in Raw, a lot of shit came up came uh, true. Like, mm. like I think the I think Raw might have been a little bit more grown up. Like, I feel like as a as an older person, I kind of identify with Raw a little bit more. But Delirious, I think it's just funnier. Mm. It was Delirious was hilarious. It was hilarious. But I was like, I think I was like probably 22, 23 when I first saw Delirious. I saw Raw when I was like 12. Yeah, I think I think Raw might age better because he was talking about stuff like you know, like marrying like foreign women, then they come to America and they're like, "You treat me like animal Eddie." Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that's something like you know, it's a little more grown folk stuff. I, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I appreciate it more older, but 
Mm, he, that was yeah, another but, digression. Yeah, yeah, but, but talking but, about but, this raggedy ass Lovey. Lovey. Yeah, yeah, but you look at Lovey. Lovey's never gonna blow anybody's mind with anything she says. Like she's never going to reshape the shape of anything like a Eddie Murphy. She's never gonna provoke thought like a Richard Pryor or uh George Carlin. Like like we're not obligated to keep it to white examples, but you know, like like I'm sorry to keep it to black examples, but she, yeah, she she's never going to like like when you watch her shit, it's gonna like she can say something that's gonna blow your mind. It's like um, empty calories. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she kind of has like a, I think her. I think I'm judging you was like some kind of self help book or something. It's like it's a humorous manual that instructs people on how to do better. That's that's what it says. And she first gained the attention of Shonda Rhimes with her online scandal recaps. Uh, so, but but yeah, I, I just didn't find it very. Um, good like anything, anything anything i see her tweet all her jokes she's just mad corny she's like, lame as hell she's so fucking lame like like like, she, like she's for um do you ever re- remember or heard of like keen peel made this joke they were talking about how they were like the token blacks in a lot of spaces growing up and it was like predominantly white spaces but for white people who don't know any better the corny black guy is automatically cool so they would go to the parties and they would liven up the party just by being there and they'd be like yo do a dance and like you know they would do a dance that would never pass in a black uh party or you know they would never you know do whatever but everything they did was just like imbued with black magic because they were the blackest guys that these people knew i feel like the lovies of the world are like that like for like white people who just live in a very white world like a lovey is just like a their gateway to blackness you know you know what i mean and she's not even really well versed in black american culture which is what they're really interested in like they don't really want they really want that's that's what's interesting they don't really want african culture because they don't care about that stuff like like what african person do these people elevate and that's not shitting on african people like it goes for anybody like like they could have some african person with a thick african accent talking about african stuff and jollof rice and all that stuff they don't elevate those people you know um they don't really uh try to get like a west indian personality to come on and talk about jerk chicken jokes and stuff like they don't care they want um they're obsessed with black american culture like that's what really fixates a lot of white people like right. like they, they like parts of other cultures like like they like bob marley and reggae and stuff but what really to me transfixes them is black american culture but and because people like this know it they adopt the optics of it like Issa ray doing all her raps and her yeah. ratchet piece theater on youtube like you know she does like all this stuff but what she does is like a caricature of black american it's like like she doesn't yeah. she doesn't do african singing or african accents in the mirror on um on scandal because she knows if she does that her dad's gonna go in on yeah, her she she'd be ashamed or people would be ashamed of her like, yeah people would be ashamed and she doesn't do her people like that but nah. even though she's half she, but we're not her people so yeah, it's fine yeah, even if she's like, half african-american yeah even if she's half african-american she doesn't really seem to be um nah. too uh into it she doesn't, like here's the thing interesting about her right like on that show insecure she does not show her family life of her character at all like hmm. i'm not sure if her character even really mentions being either african or half african they don't talk about it at all but her black american friend character molly they go all into her family they show her both her parents they show all her brothers and all the ratchet shit that they're doing uh one of them's like married wife up some kind of stripper um they're they're all like even though her friend is like a top-notch white true lawyer now uh you find out like your her family's are really rough around the edges she's got like the stereotypical like 
Pookie and Ray Ray type cousins who haven't done shit or brothers and you know all this stuff and I'm like why do you why do you like like she does not bring up anything African for scrutiny in the show and I find that really uh, interesting either as a stereotype or as anything like her family is non-existent her character's family on the on the show and if this character is meant to be standing for her I assume the character is either half African like she is or maybe like full African I think um do you know her character's last name on the show? I don't know. No. I don't like I said, I don't watch the show like that. No, I, I haven't I episodes haven't. of it. And... Yeah, but I think I think the brother came to visit her to pick her up one time. And I think um I think when I think when she when the brother showed up, the brother said something that kind of tipped that she that they're for, of African descent. But mm. I mean in general, there's not really anything. And they do that in general. Like if you look at these sites like the shade room and 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 what's what's the other one media takeout i think they're both owned by like uh people of foreign black descent and world star hip-hop and stuff they don't re- they either don't cover um people from their home countries in a negative light stereotypical or if they do cover them they cover them in a really respectful way that's different than the fake ratchetness that they put on to discuss yeah. black americans and i think it's because those aren't really their people in their mind it's not really their tribe so they have no problem but they got a little cover because uh lar- you know largely we have accepted them as our people and we haven't realized this like kind of con that they've been playing us you know playing on us where where we think you know all, all that we're, we're one yeah all but folk they folk. you know yeah. you know they, they talk shit about us when they you know when they're amongst them they're the people they consider their people for real yeah, and, and and they also realize like their value to white people comes as being the um, dignified blacks. No, no, no yeah, no, an approximation no, of us. Exactly. Like, they're as, as, uh, it, they they're something that they can use to browbeat us. You know what I mean? Well, oh, no, 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 but not just browbeat. But I, I would also say as as an approximation, as a like a watered down version. Like like they they want them. To be their gateway to Black American culture, even though they're not really Black American, either because they don't understand the differences. Maybe to them, all Black people are the same or whatever. But like, if Issa Rae was there talking about African stuff all the time, they wouldn't want anything to do with her, really, you know. Uh, or she would not be as popular. It's because they, either through their ignorance or inability to tell Black people apart or differentiate between Black culture, they think of her and Lovey as some kind of ambassadors for black american blacks even though it, the culture is as foreign to them as it is to um a lot of white people you know yeah i know so, that um yeah. they like to set them up as an example of people that can come to america of you know african phenotype dark skin everything else they came to america and they're succeeding why can't you guys do that you know, I noticed that they yeah. like to use that a lot when uh, they do, you know, with referring to uh, us and them. And for the most part, you know, from what I've seen, there's a, there's a large portion of um, Africans that that are very accepting of that. Those types of uh, yeah. comparisons and things like that. They themselves often perpetuate. They perpetuate that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of Africans, I feel like a lot of white people do that with the Africans. But I think the conservative white people are more likely to use them to shame 
black americans yeah. whereas i think mm-hmm. liberal white people the kind of people that will attend like a lovey thing or whatever they're more likely to use them instead as substitutes for american yeah. black people but yeah. pretend that they're american black people like like you know and these people kind of cater to that like the same way um some african blacks will happily let white conservatives use them as a way to bludgeon american blacks and shame them like on some model minority stuff right they'll also go to like liberal whites and be like hey you know you want um you want black american stuff well in that case uh let me let me uh show you all about it i'm, I'm the same thing you know i'm right. i'm african and i'm, I'm born african american yeah so I'm a true me... african american <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and they kind of count on the fact that you know these people don't know any better like here, here's a good example uh you know what um i know sometimes when when um when Mike plays something, we're able to hear it very clearly. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to um, I want to have you play something, and I want to see if the audio can can come out. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send, send it to my phone. I'll send it to your phone. Okay, cool. Or you can email it to me either or to my phone. But she had this thing called Ratchet Piece um, Theater, and who had that? Issa Rae. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Oh man. Oh damn it! Hold on. I wonder if she took it down. I'm having trouble finding it. Were you? Are you looking on YouTube? I was looking on YouTube, and I can't. I can't find it there. I. I don't know. I don't know why. It, that's where I used to find it. And I know I linked to it in the show notes. Oh, it's gone off YouTube because I found an old link for it. I wonder Where's if she. Peace theater. I wonder if she Where's realized. Peace theater with Michael Harriet. Was that? I said Ratchet Peace Theater with Michael Harriet. No, no, no. Uh, that's that's something else. That's something else. I I, I know about I know about that one. Um. Oh, maybe I have the name wrong. Maybe it's not. No, it is. It is Ratchet Peace Theater. Damn. Yeah, she's. Damn it. It looks like. Um. It looks like it's gone. Hmm. Oh well. But but she would have this thing where she would explain ratchet things. Uh. For white people, and she would break down like love and hip hop, and break down like. Um, oh, like all those videos are private on her website. Yeah, she made them private. I wonder if. Uh, I've talked about it on this show, and I somebody must have gotten her ass about that or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, someone must have gotten in her ass about it. But it would just be basically be like explainers for hood stuff, and I'm like, who is this for? Because it's not for black people, you know. Like it's like this is not for black people. Like she's doing this like for white people, but at the same time, it's not her culture. Like she went to Yale. Her she was she lived in Africa for years. Her her both her parents are like very professional, so why would a white person listen to her about this over anybody else like they can just learn the stuff for, the, for themselves and just watch the ratchet shows and it's like the reason why is because a white person would just see her as being black and assume that she must have some inside track to all this stuff even though she's as not from it as as they are you know and i feel like that's what a lot of these people do the loveys the Issa rays they count on the fact that a lot of white people can't tell different types of black people or different types of black cultures apart you know like 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 i've had people who know i'm haitian make jokes to me about like uh fried chicken and cornbread and it's like that's not even like what food haitian people eat but they don't even know they just think around the world like you know everybody's eating fried chicken and cornbread they just eat the same thing like like they happen to be in high school like all the time that sunday my mom made some fried chicken some cornbread some green yeah it'll be like like i'm still reminiscing on that it was so good (laughs) i digress i'm sorry Yeah, it's like, it's like asking a Puerto Rican person, like, you know, so your family eats like quesadillas and tacos, right? Like, you know, it's... What? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a Mexican thing, right? Yeah, it's 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 some it's some bullshit. But um, unfortunately, I can't find find the link anymore. Yeah, but, I um, look for it too. Like everything, I, I looked on Tumblr. That is interesting. Had, and that is interesting in and of itself. But yeah. I digress. But but oh god, we haven't even gotten into what Lovey said. Laying <laughs> <laughs> uh, some groundwork first. Yeah, but I mean, there's so much um groundwork to lay down. I mean. What do you guys think? Uh, I've been talking too much. Uh, tell me what you what you guys think about this topic. And in the meantime, I'm going to be looking up the actual tweets. Uh, go ahead, D. If you, if you or you you want to go, or I can go. Um, um, yeah. What I think about it, you know, it just it definitely proves with you know the point that you were saying as far as like they definitely aren't part of. I don't. Hey, you know what happened? You know, it was the reaction that she had to the reaction. Of her tweet, like it started off, oh, it oh. got sparked. It got sparked off yeah. because when uh when our dear sister Aretha Franklin passed, rest in peace. Um, I don't know. There there were people talking about uh, having Tevin Campbell, the great Tevin Campbell. You know, I think singing at her, you know, wake or you know, you giving the eulogy or something, and then she chimes in with, "What rock did they drag him out from under?" And then you know the the. Excuse me. The overwhelming majority of Black Twitter proceeded to drag her ass for those comments. And, you know, I was like, hold on, you know. And then they really got to check it. They're like, yo, wait, you know, you don't really, you don't really, hey, you don't really got the right to go there with that. So just shut up and you know, be easy. And she doubled down on it. And her reaction to people's uh, offense was very telling. And what she, you know, what you know, what she thinks her role is and what she and how she thinks American blacks uh, natural born American blacks sh- response should be and and how you know we don't have the right to be offended or tell her that she doesn't have the right to say certain things because she's just as you know she has just as much right as anybody else and they and there's a very gaslighting response and there's a very dismissive response like like it wasn't like for example, I feel like if Jewish people or Asian people, or you know how they love the minority coalitions, if like some mm-hmm. Hispanic people kind of said what they did, like, you know, we don't like how you're talking about us. Even if she disagreed with it, right. she would have come differently. She would have come like more respectful. Like even well, when- Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. It would have been a, you know, yeah. I didn't mean no offense. You know, it's, it's even, all good. We got Yeah, love, even when those about. all lives matter people pop up to complain about, hey, uh, black lives matter, is erasing white people and saying white people don't matter. Even when you disagree, they usually write think pieces giving the argument like some type of respect. Like they'll be like, you know, this is why Black Lives Matter does not erase white people. And they're like, well, Black Lives Matter isn't saying white people don't matter. It's saying that black people matter too and whatever. Like, like they'll at least. It's saying black this, lives are not disposable things. Well, she's, you know, right. what they do is they articulate their point. They don't. You know, if That's it's a misunderstanding, they, they understand. If they, yeah. they they treat it as is, you know, we all know that white lives matter crap is not a misunderstanding. People that chime in with that white lives matter, they don't misunderstand what you're saying. It's it's an effort to try to silence you. But exactly, you know, they what they will treat it as if it's an honest misunderstanding of yeah, what yeah, you're in, stating, in, in and honesty. go and, and proceed to explain to you. No, this is not what we mean when we say black lives matter. We're not saying white lives don't matter. You know, and they go into this whole you know humble explanation. But when it, when a black people explain to her, like I should say, black Americans, I guess you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to really start making this distinction between 
different types of black people. It's kind of, in a way, it's kind of silly, wild, right? but yeah. in a way, it, it helps you to understand no, what's going on. No, but it's not. Because it's not, we, it, it, we are a distinct people. No, it, it's, it's not silly because it's crazy that black people who, who descended from American slaves don't have their oh, own yeah, we forced. Name, their own term and because because picture if there was no name for French people they were just like Europeans and then you had to constantly try to pick apart when you're talking about a French person or a German person or an Irish person True. like like you know and then Irish people just started saying well you know as a French person you know as a European like like there's nothing I think it's actually it's not sad I think it's normal like like Every well, group should you have know, a name for I think I, I, Well, possibly. I just, I, I, I'm thinking in the uh, overall human race type way that it's silly that we have, we haven't gotten to that point to where we can see each other. You know, you know, I, no, I, I don't, I don't agree. It's, 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 it's necessary in you know, uh, making a, you know, a differentiation between peoples for you know certain reasons. You know, like we're talking about. A people, you know, they don't, they don't, they treat us as as if we're not, if we we are just some ghost people. We don't have an identity, you know. We don't have yeah, a totally. culture that's worth anything. And it, all the while, they are appropriating that culture, like T mentioned, with you know, you know, uh, for the gaze of the you know white folk. But well, 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 it's related because if you make it distinct enough, then it's harder to appropriate. If if you make it seem like it's yeah. just a skin yeah. color thing, yeah. you know. Well, they feel like they have a right. They feel like they have a right to it. Then, if it's just a black thing, if it's just a, yeah. but, a non-white what, thing. But what we were trying to articulate before, and 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 D was picking up on, is they're so dismissive. Like you know, shut up. We have the right to speak for you, and if you don't accept it, you're an idiot. Like like they yeah. That's like, where the insults come in. Like yeah, they like, show contempt by you guys aren't home. even a people. You guys yeah. are wandering the earth. You don't have a home. America yeah. is your home. That's a transient place. Like you know, that does, that's not that doesn't belong to you. I'm like, yeah, Whoa. and you can tell they respect they respect even white races yeah. more than they respect like black well, Americans. You, you can tell they do because they start sounding like them. Yeah, there was but, a pathetic but, not, but not just but not just sound like them. Like they they will not spend the time to give a respectful think piece to the black Americans who are criticizing them the way they will to even like a tr- like alt right people. Like you know, like take the objections and. It, respond to the objections earnestly and try to win hearts and minds they don't try to win hearts and minds they just tell them to shut up and fall in line pretty much um we but, gonna say d yeah yeah what are you gonna say d? no i was just gonna say um we every every couple months we go through these things man like on twitter whether it's with african celebrities or people from the Carib, we go through this thing where it's every couple of months it's black americans versus black africans versus yeah. black caribbeans and it's like i used this analogy a while back when i was explaining to someone like some of the a lot of the various factions i said basically what you have is a scenario where you have and i hate to be crude but you know the house negroes versus the field negroes and a lot of times the field negroes think what's going on inside of the house is great but they don't understand that inside of the house, the house Negroes are getting abused, uh, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything else, and they want to get out of that house just as much, just more, if not more so than than the field Negroes do. 
And I think a lot of times when you have these Africans and, and they, they oftentimes they use these terms like, man, you guys don't understand how good you have. We came to this country, the whole bootstraps thing, this, that, and the third. And there's a lot of contempt for African-Americans because they feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, it seems like they feel like they should take be able to take our place in that regard. So it's like a lot of you, you use these scenarios like, let's say you have a rich kid, right? And this rich kid is complaining about his life. And then you're a poor kid and you're looking at this rich kid like, what the fuck are you complaining about? You have everything, right? But you don't know that in this house, this rich kid is being molested, abused physically, everything else. And that's why he hates his home. You just see the material things that he has and thinks that it's a great situation and you would love to be in that place. But in reality, this kid is going through a nightmare. So you use that analogy with what's going on with black Americans. You know, we we have a lot of history in this country, terrible things that have happened to us and they're still happening to us. But people from the outside don't really understand because they see, oh, look at our standard of living. Look at what we have here. And they think we're being ungrateful. You see that term tossed about a lot, you know, and you, you they sound like a lot like a lot of white conservatives sound in that regard, you know, and um yeah. It's a sad scenario, man, but we're going to keep going through this until we somehow figure out a way to get on the same page. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I feel like with, uh, you know, us black descendants of slaves in America, uh, chattel slavery, uh, I feel like we are kind of it's like the, the conversation is changing. And it's like, you know, we're asserting ourselves a little bit more like, hey, there's being there's a lot more pushback now. Of course. And, and, I, and, and they're not liking that. You know what I mean? It's like, hold on, y'all. Hold on, which we, we you know, it, it, like the outreach has all been one way. It's like, yeah. hey, yeah, you're one of yeah. us. You're one of us. You're just like us. But they don't. It, it's not reciprocal. They don't reciprocate no. that, that that sentiment at all. People are seeing that, and people yeah. are getting tired of it, and people are calling them out on, like, no, yeah. you're black when it's convenient for you, and then all of a sudden you're Yoruba. I'm I'm Niger. I, 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 Akata. No, I know Akata. And well, hold on, bitch. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And, and something that really kind of bothers me about a lot of these people, right? Because, okay, here's the thing. Like, I'm not a uh, descendant of American black slaves. Like, uh, I'm descendant right. of slaves, but, you know, of Haitian slaves, whatever. But yeah. I am cognizant that I um, exist as a guest this culture. Even though I grew up in uh, black American culture, I realize I'm a guest in it. As in, mm-hmm. like, my place here is through the struggles of what black people did in this uh black american people did in this country but what a lot of these people do which i don't like is they try to deny that or whatever but they still want to profit off of the cool factor that comes from being uh mistaken for part of um the culture like i'll give an example i was asked by a magazine they tried to commission me to do an article and the reason why they wanted to commission me to do the article the guy that was asking me to do it he was saying you know i like how you talk about race i like what you talk about and honestly there's a lot of uh, a lot of like black journalists and stuff they just kind of want to just kind of strive and get put on and just talk about like representation stuff and all this stuff and (laughs) The type of thing that I want to do is going to piss a lot of people off. And I think you'd be the, the only black person I know who occasionally writes. So who would, he's not going to get you on there to talk about the joys of black brunch, huh? Yeah, not talking about the joys of black brunch. <laughs> not talking about, like, uh, you know, um, yeah. 
here here's how um uh the black stormtrooper gave me life you know or i oh this is why I, the new um Star Iron Wars Man. movie, whatever, yeah. Yeah, 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 whatever. So what he wanted me to do was he wanted me to write an article that was talking about why is there no um, National Slavery Museum, but there's a National Holocaust Museum when America had nothing to do with the Holocaust, but slavery is America's original sin. Like, why does America not? So I was, so they would get me down there to visit the Holocaust Museum talk about the holocaust museum and do a profile of the holocaust which museum. is where um i'm not they sure have a couple of them they have one I, well the only one i know i'm gonna take that back the only one i know of is in in the la area i didn't even know that well well, well they have private holocaust museums but this is i believe i was thinking new, maybe something in the smithsonian that yeah yeah about? there's a united states holocaust museum now it's the united states official um oh. memorial to the holocaust it's in it's, it's adjacent to the national mall wait you so, know what i think i may be talking about something different i think we have something out here called the um the museum of tolerance and i think a lot of people conflate that with the holocaust museum if i'm not mistaken but go ahead Tia, yeah 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 dude I, if, and if I'm wrong, please correct me respectfully. I, I don't know this stuff in depth. But the way I understand it, there are private uh, Holocaust museums, but this, but there's a, um, you know, there's, but there's a national, the United States official Holocaust Museum. It's called the United States Holocaust Museum. I believe it's established in '93, and you know, it's it's. Um, the government, like the government, is an African American museum that they just made by the by the Smithsonian, I believe. But it's the African American museum. This is not the United States Jewish Museum. It's the United States Holocaust Museum, where it's commemorating a certain um, travesty or atrocity that happened to Jewish people. And the whole thing was, um, why is there no slavery museum? Um, Right. I believe it's now exactly when the Holocaust took place in Europe at the hands of yeah, so the Germans mostly and. Uh, so like you know, uh, it has nothing to do america didn't america did commit that yeah why so, would they erect a, a a museum in that honor when so the idea that i so the idea was like to have me uh write about it and kind of like ask like those kind of hard-hitting questions and stuff mm -hmm. and it would end up uh kind of challenging it would be a kind of provocative article and i'd probably get a lot of uh jewish people calling me like anti-semitic and whatever uh for even bringing that up and it would be and I, i'm like look i have no problem in theory uh the existence of such an article but i was like i can't write it because i don't descend from american slaves like why would i be writing that article it's not something that i should write you should keep trying to find an american a black american journalist to write that like uh but if i wanted to i could have like gotten yeah. that coin and taken that space from a black american writer but a lot of people would have done it with no problem you know yeah. and and been fine even even that even if they weren't this you know like you said even if like uh, even if they weren't descended from american slavery they wouldn't have they, well, would, well, well, no, not they would actually see it as a right for them to be able to do that like they wouldn't see anything wrong with well, well yeah yeah that's my point it would be like as a black person living in america i suffer from the legacy of american slavery so so i have a right to uh write about it like a lot of people have done it but at the same time and you do have a right to write about it i don't think you don't have the right to write about it but you your, I, I understand your point of view, and which I appreciate. It's respectful. Um, it's just like, hey, you know, you know, there's people who are personally affected by that who might be, you know, more. 
Like, like I wouldn't be against Worthy. writing it if he exhausted all his resources and just couldn't find an American black person to write about it. I would, but I would try. Well, to, he, but, it was just personal. He liked you and he likes what you do. And he appreciates your yeah, thought but, process but on things. One of the reasons why he wanted me to write it was he said that he didn't think it would be cut right coming from a white person. He thinks it would have more strength coming from a black person. But based on that rationale, oh, like, if you're yeah. if you want me okay. to do this because you're specifically looking for somebody to write about it from a first person perspective rather than a neutral third party observer, right. I'm not going to exactly. I'm That's not going definitely. to do that because I'm not of black. You know, like if if my job was just to write about it and say, oh, it's fucked up that this is happening to yeah anybody could do that yeah to Jewish people, but not to black Americans. To speak about both parties as like you know third parties, but for me to go in and say, oh, it's fucked up that we're getting screwed over like this. Realistically, <laughs> you see my man T, you got integrity, boy. That's that's what you call integrity. That's principles. yeah, yeah. And and then what was that, interesting man. was the white guy who did it. He kind of got embarrassed because it was interesting. Is oh, it was a white guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was a white guy. Um, oh, I'm just I'm. You know what? I, in my in my mind, like I'm thinking the guy that approached you to write the article was another brother. He just you know who came across to work and I you know I don't know why. I just assumed. Oh um, oh no no no. This one's um a really. That, that's why he was saying I don't feel comfortable writing it myself because it's not ah. really my place. So I want to get like you know a black guy to write it because because he's, he's one he's one of those um white guys who's like kind of radical. So mm-hmm. he kind of gets it, even though he he's Jewish himself, but he was like mm-hmm. uh I want to kind of challenge other Jewish people. Well, I, on, on the other side of that coin, I think if 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 not you know a, a descendant of American chattel slavery, you know he would be the perfect person to push back against that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't get that i don't get why he would why he would well well see see this is what i'd say if he wanted it to be written from the first person perspective of a black person then i get why he wouldn't want to write it but i agree with you in that if he's willing to ask me then he might as well write it himself because i even though i'm black i'm still i'm an outsider too from as in i'm not uh you see what i'm saying i'm not uh yeah well did he did he appreciate that distinction that you made did, did well he... he appreciated the distinction that he made but what was interesting was he checked himself because he was like he kind of didn't realize you know he thought himself as like you know a woke white person and then <laughs> when i brought that up to him he kind of yeah. was like wow you must think i'm kind of an idiot well no i, I but, but 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 know, he but i did he, should, he shouldn't he shouldn't hold that against himself because i mean it's i agree i told him the same the thing. norm right now it's like it's easy for people to think like that because that's the way that's the way it's been for so long yeah yeah exactly i told him the same thing like you know you shouldn't be hard on yourself but not just that the reason why i think he shouldn't be hard on himself is because a lot of black people including black american people would be totally fine with it of me yeah, doing that really. so to me as a white person if you see that, yeah. how a lot that's of- kind of the point though you know what i mean like as far as like with this whole lovey thing it's kind of a point like we've been so tolerant of it yeah that, that people this, are thinking this push back right. at this time yeah they were like this that's what that's why it was met with such just kind of like a visceral disdain like how dare you you know what it's question kinda, me and my my you know rights over like? this you know what it's kind of like if somebody lets you shit on them long enough yeah when they assert they feel <laughs> entitled to shit on you yeah, still yeah. like hold on wait they assert them are you tripping finally? me yeah yeah you're like you know you're like wait this is how it's always been i'm supposed to be able to shit on you like who are you to not <laughs> yeah, let now me... you tripping like like now you're tripping all of a sudden like oh i'm tripping because you know i'm tired of wiping the shit out my eye now and it's, yeah. it's over now i'm tripping well, you let me do it every other time. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they get mad at you, like you denying them of, of their God-given right to shit on you. What you were know? some of her uh, responses to to uh, people coming at her about it? Oh, fucking she terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovey's things are fucking terrible. Like I'm gonna say up front, we're gonna have to do more episodes on this Lovey thing because there's too much yeah. stuff to fit in an hour. There's mm-hmm. no way, and and we're going to have a special guest to. Uh, talk about it as well yeah there's a lot of shit that ties into that that whole, her attitude and you know there's some other stuff that um some other well some other um oh, verified oh. twitter account said some pretty vile shit y- yeah uh, because a lot of them started circling their wagons and yeah man, uh love you like it turned to a gang war almost like hold on like like you know and what it got really it got really insulting and really i'm like I, I've read some. I, I read some things from, you know, black people that I was. I, I just didn't think. You know, I just didn't think I would read. I don't think. I didn't think a black person could racially insult. It was like almost. It was like I was insulted in a way that I don't. I don't think. I didn't think a black person could. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to word. I, you uh, know, I'm um, not wording it right, but I want to say this. Um, a lot of these foreign descended black people, right? And it's like, um, like I said. I descend from um, Asian people and and I try to be cognizant of that difference and respectful. And I feel like if you're going to create, because like, a lot of people believe in this Pan-African thing and believe about uh, all black people being one and, and uh, people being allies. Like, if you're going to be an ally, you have to be a respectful ally. What I find interesting is a lot of these people are into Black Lives Matter or into this like Twitter or Tumblr activism, like a lot of these... Um, um, foreign descended blacks and they are in that mix and they're using it as a come up you know a lot of them use it as a come up and make themselves like spokespeople what's interesting is one thing they do when they do that as spokespeople is they love lecturing white allies like when these people become part of the white ally industrial complex that is modern uh online activism what do they always tell white people like if you're gonna be an ally you have to be respectful and listen to the people you're being an ally to like listen to black people don't try to take the lead recognize that you're a guest in this movement and follow the lead of you know the people who started the movement the people who are the main victims of the movement or you know do all this stuff and and don't be defensive and try to like differentiate yourself and say, oh, not all white people or whatever. Realize that you, even if you think you're woke and not a racist, you still as a white person have unchecked racist ideas and you're still benefiting from privilege. Like check your privilege, um, listen, do all this stuff. But then when black Americans do the same thing to them. Like, hold on, you, yeah, you done stepped over the line a little yeah, bit. It's like, like, no, hold shut, on, slow your road. Shut the hold fuck on, up. Shut the fuck you you up. sound stupid. You know, you do this and that. So like when black people tell them, hey, you have certain privileges as a foreign born black person you know shut the fuck up not all immigrants are like that oh i'm not like that uh this that they, they don't follow those same rules at all they basically behave like how do you tell white allies not to behave and then like in, in, in the like in subsequent comments and whatnot you just see like the, like you see how they really think about yeah it. the contempt talking about the contempt us like leaks out even as they're trying to defend wow, themselves that's how y'all feel like yeah the minute you piss them off a lot of fucked up shit um comes out like like for example there was there was one nigerian girl where she was saying stuff oh it looks like, it looks like she, she blocked me I, I think i uh pissed her off one time too oh yeah 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 she blocked me because she tried to tell me like um uh, 
it's a long story now i can't describe the thread but she basically got as she got upset she started like just saying fucked up shit about black american people and i'm like yeah. i'm like it's never far under the surface huh? yeah it's, it's never far. like nick the word nigger with with a lot of racist white people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i was like even as you just undermine your whole point about not holding uh black people in contempt you know by you know she started saying stuff i can't read it now because she she blocked me but it was very very which, which uh, one was that uh her name was is, that that oh um was that that obianuju um no this is a girl whose name on twitter was niger writer uh niger is like a word for uh, shorthand for nigerian yeah yeah but but she she got um pretty upset and then one thing they like they love to do they think everybody because when they hear me talk this stuff the first thing they assume is that i must be black american myself so they start talking to me a certain way because you know they don't think that somebody who could be descended from foreign born um blacks would you know be willing to check you know foreign born you know blacks on their bullshit but my thing is and this is the thing with them i hate they know this any person who is caribbean or african knows a lot of fucked up shit gets said about black americans like just be real about it you've heard parents uncles grandparents just like a lot of white people have heard their relatives their, their racist relatives like don't gaslight people just fucking be real like because if you really want to create a pan-african whatever everybody has to know where everybody really stands that's the only way mm. anyone can really, really improve you Say know that like, again for the people in the back Damn, that's so yeah, true. yeah. It's like Damn. if I'm if I'm hiding from you how bad your standing really is with my people, I'm not helping you because I'm not telling you what you're really working against and what you really have to do. And I think that's why so many of these Black American people who are really into Pan Africanism as a fantasy believe that it's much more feasible than it is because we're not telling them what's really going on. We're not really exactly. telling them what they're working against. Wow. You know, I'm willing to pretend though, and let you make all the overtures, and let you, you know, you know, reach out and say, and and, and you know, because as far as I can tell, you know, it's always been black people, you know, black Americans that have been, you know, trying to promote this one, one, one blackness, this one Africanness, and uh, you know, it seems like yeah. it's been one way. They, you know, they take, but they don't give back. They don't. And not only that, it's just it's, it seems like there's this like like you said, there's this looking down their nose at us for like we like and then there's it, it, there's this uh, uh, anger sometimes like like what are you what are you angry at us for? We it's, it's not like we you know it's not like we went and pretended like we were friends with your tribe and when you went to sleep put you in chains. And I don't think it's anger. I think it's I think it's contempt. This is it's just, contempt. Yeah, which is kind of different. It's the rich kid syndrome, man. It's rich kid, poor kid shit, man. The rich kid is getting abused in the mansion. The poor kid doesn't see that. He just sees that the kid is acting like a brat. Well, no, they, they don't. They don't. They don't he, see that. They don't come at us like we're in a superior position and we're whining about it. They come at us like we don't like we have no, no culture. They, no, they say we don't have a culture. They say we, you know, yeah. And you know that that that's not too different from um, a lot of the other type of classism that happens in the community. That we don't really discuss a lot, man, because I think Michael Brooks pointed this out a while back. There's a lot of classism in the black community as a whole. And if you want to extend that point out internationally, you know, it is a form of classism what we're discussing what they do with us. You know what I'm saying? I suppose. But, um... Yeah, well, it, 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 contempt, anger, whatever. Whatever you want to call know. it, it's there. And it's suck, it, it what sucks about it, man, is, um... Like you were pointing out earlier, a lot of black Americans are getting tired of that shit, man. And, you know, man, now like, Hold on, man. I don't yeah, like having I, to say, like, now, hold on a second now. What, what's why are you over here? You know, what I mean, like, yeah, I don't it, like it, having it, to, to. No, 
You know what I mean? But it, exactly. it, just, it does put you in an awkward position. It it's like, you like very when you when you have to defend yourself against, like, you know, and and you know, it's, that's it's, like the one, like the one lady when the guy called her. There was a guy. There was a lady. We're gonna get into this a little bit more. He called her a joke of a black person, and then and it's obvious from the to, context he's speaking politically. He was talking about her he, politically and, he, and right. individually. He was speaking about her and her politics, right? And that making her a joke of a black person, mm-hmm. and then she go go and proceeds to insult, you know, every black person in the Western Hemisphere. Oh basically. man, you know what's the thing? Let's back up a little bit to Lovey's first response and then get to that because I think that's a great thing to talk about, right? Uh, Lovey, Amanda Seals, uh, and different people um, who kind of like blue check black people who have foreign roots, they all did this thing where they created this straw man and this went on code where what they kept doing was trying to pretend that people were saying that they weren't really black because they were African and nobody was saying that. People were saying like, look, you're profiting off of black culture you're making your coin off of black culture and the fact that a lot of white people cannot differentiate between different types of blacks you're kind of letting yourself in as like kind of like an imposter where you're pretending like you're um uh this inside track to black culture meanwhile you're a not respectful of it and b you don't even know it well and you get things wrong like how she was saying uh where did they find tevin campbell from under a rock and she was saying stuff like oh mary Te- where did they find tevin campbell and she was saying mary j blige doesn't deserve to be at the aretha franklin thing but then she mentions adele adele should be there and like wait a minute like 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 uh if you were in tune with black american culture you'd know like most black american people would rather have mary j blige and tevin campbell delivering or uh, tribute to Aretha Franklin than than Adele. Like like Black American people aren't checking for Adele over Mary J. Blige and Tevin Campbell. Like you know, but that's the, exactly. that's one of the problems with her. And also, Obama would do this too. Obama judges Black culture on its relevance to white people. Like you would never see Obama make a Black reference or name drop any part of Black culture when he was. Uh, aping black american culture he would never do anything that white people didn't recognize because black culture to him was a way to ingratiate himself to white people and that's how love he is like you know white people to them to them white to white people tevin campbell is either someone that never heard of or somebody who's a one-hit wonder and washed up like he he he's a black person doesn't really make a blip on white culture so to her that's how she looks at it she looks at black culture through a white lens deep down and same thing with adele like white people would rather see Adele as the face of modern female soul than Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige is like uh, more like what like hood rats listen to, you know, or whatever, and yeah. stuff like that. And I think that's kind of what she's giving away. Like, like they view black people through a white lens, and what they're basically performing is blackface that they can get away with because a white person has to actually paint their face. They have a naturally black face, so they're doing the same. <laughs> they're doing the same blackface that exactly. a white liberal. And that was the thing that threw me off so hard. It's like we read a lot of this stuff. It's like it's like if you didn't know that she was a black in quotes black person, you're thinking you're just reading some random white supremacist. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you know, it's like how they can how like white supremacists can be fans of Michael Jordan and whoever and people that entertain them. 
and still have a disdain for black people in general. Yeah, but, and, but, and they and they kind of revealed that yeah, with the responses. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what it's yeah, it's kind of like uh, that do the right things uh, sequence where he makes yeah. the Italian guy talk about all his favorite celebrities and whatever, yeah. and he says like my favorite music guy Prince, my favorite guy is Michael Jordan, this that. And he goes, those are all black people. He goes, oh yeah, but 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 he still hates niggers. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but, we but, still have that. No, they're not. They're not regular yeah. niggers. They're not niggers. They they they're better. They're something else. And people really do say that, by the way. Like oh, I've, for sure. I've, people actually do say that, man. It's, but but not but not just that. It's just crazy. A lot of those racist guidos, they live black culture in a way. Like they talk the slang. They'll even call yeah. each other the, the N word. Uh, like you know, like like my nigger, my nigger. They'll talk to each other. They'll blast. They'll drive in Escalades, blasting rap music. Like but but they they pro they reduce black culture to its most negative tropes. Like you know, they, they're not trying to read about uh Malcolm X and uh read about Ma Ma Marcus Garvey. They just look at it as a no. way to dress, as a way to have swagger as a way to try to get checks or whatever and i feel like these people are the same way like you, you watch insecure and black culture to Issa ray is just whenever she wants to be a hoe like okay when Issa ray wants to be classy what does she do she go, goes in the mirror and talks in a british accent when it's mm -hmm. time to mm. talk when it's time to, when he has the episode she's supposed to go through a whole phase she's talking like a black american person in the mirror like uh or she's, yeah, she's rapping she, in the mirror she put her lipstick on and she was doing that little whole yeah she goes on through a whole phase she, <laughs> I, I just i just i just turned yeah, that bullshit like, off at, I was like, pussy. Yeah, she's, she's talking like yeah but, but <laughs> she never uses the black american voice to express ever anything good and she'll never use the african voice for anything because her father will be up in that ass like mm. she won't use the african voice for anything good or bad you know because that's her tribe um but lovey did this response instead of just apologizing and this is another way where she was acting like a white person instead of just apologizing she just kept digging the hole deeper because god forbid i apologize to the niggers but she made, she made this response piece that just made it worse. Where and that is a petition, or people are petitioning Shonda Rhimes to, to get rid of yeah against her show because like Shonda Rhimes, why are you supporting uh, Lovey? But I don't know why they expect anything better from Shonda Rhimes either. But whatever, right? And it this feels is a guy maybe, but not not. And, not, and this, not, is a, not is, this is something else. This is something else has to be talked about. Like there's a lot of people like Shonda Rhimes first tried to give Issa Rae a development deal, then she gave Lovey a development deal. I think it's important to talk about. I think Shonda Rhimes is of American descent. Why is Shonda Rhimes? I think there's a lot of allyship that goes on where a lot of uh, black Americans who are strivers kind of want to get with the winning team and fuck with the foreign descended blacks as well. So like Shonda Rhimes could be giving these slots to American the well, US, like descendants of slaves, and she's fucking with the loveys, which I find interesting. But Lovey did this response that was a giant rambling straw man, and it was called About Blackness africanness and when it's enough so she made it all about claiming that people were saying that she's not really black because she's african which yeah. nobody said which is a total lie yeah because black lie. is a skin color you're clearly black if you're african people were saying that you're not black you're not of black american culture and you're also showing contempt for black people but she goes well it's a refusal it, it, it's a double down on her on her refusal to acknowledge that we are a distinct people yeah. here in america apart from but rooted in African too. Well, because it benefits her. 
branched you know off. I mean? You know, yeah. root Africa is the root, but it's got many branches. Yeah, it benefits her. We branched out out here in the western and like, it, like to you, me, you, her, yeah, her, uh, her, her, her. Is there a storm going on? It's like, what, what is that? Oh, do you guys hear that? It's it's a heavy thunderstorm going on here. Oh wow, it's crazy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like you in the middle of a the windows are closed and everything. Wow, wow. It made the it made the room shake. Oh yeah, but but go on, go on. Who? Uh, what you were saying? Are we? I was saying something. Oh. Oh, yeah, well, uh, I don't know what I was saying. Oh, it's just like oh, I, I, I feel like her, her, her. No, you know what? How about? How about yeah, I was how going off into something else. I'm gonna. I was I'm going into something else, but I don't want to go there yet. Oh, how about this? I'm gonna read the article in this in this full because it's kind of short, and then that'll right. give you time to um, either remember. Or... No, I know what I was gonna say, but I was gonna bring. I, I was I was heading into what that um that other weirdo. Oh, um man. that other weirdo. What's her name? Amanda Seals. Obayana. Obayana. Oh, 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 oh. We forgot about her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Let's get to that because because it relates to this article. Yeah, I remember now. So I'm just gonna read this in full. Yeah. So I was just like, I just, let's, let's hold that. Yeah, off. you're right. You're right. Good call. So she wrote about blackness, Africanness, and when it's enough. Uh, she writes, "What is blackness? It is. Is it based on where you're from? Is it based on your skin tone? Is it based on your heritage? It is. Is it a lived experience? What is blackness?" She put it in all caps. As someone whose blackness was questioned loudly because of a question asked about a black American musician, I must ask. And I feel like the best thing to do is to take breaks in this, to give commentary because it's, it's kind of rambling and there's so many things fucked up about it. We have to take it as it comes, but nobody questioned her blackness because she asked a question about a black American musician. Because first off, she didn't just ask a question. She That question, like in a literal sense, she, she asked- She insulted a, a person. Yeah, that question she, was an insult. Cause she said, where, what rock was he under? Like that's such an insult insulting disgusting thing like uh, just ask a question it just seemed like she said um hey um what's the what's the second tevin campbell single that he ever came out with like like, like she makes like an innocent question like like she and she knows what she's doing because she could have just embedded the tweet or said it she chose to paraphrase yeah. it for a reason right and mm. and the second thing is oh i missed that part Did she, where she yeah, asked too. what's his second what was his second single oh, oh, oh no no i'm saying just asking a question oh. would be something like what's tevin campbell's second single like like she makes it seem like she just asked something like that oh yeah but i'm saying by paraphrasing that she makes the question Sound yeah. very innocent, like that example that oh, I just yeah. gave. It was a total lie. Yeah, yeah. Said, oh no, I, I, yeah. It was not just well, we know, we all know what that phrase, what, what, what that phrase means, and you know that big a white person and the tone. That big a white person. People act like you can't read tone from tweets, yeah. And you can. That, that big a white person saying like like isn't such and such such a fucking nigger? And then when they get called for it, they say. It's a, it seems like I was called a racist for asking a question about a black person. <laughs> it's like, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, totally you think you're slick. And she, go, and she goes, it brought to the surface whether I was qualified to speak on black American culture. And it had some folks wondering if my blackness was enough. And that's not true because no one said she wasn't black. They said that she right. was not versed in black American culture. She keeps bringing this straw man. And she goes, um, well, you know what, though, when you think about it, from what we were talking about earlier, it's it, like, I think a lot of them feel entitled to black American culture. So they feel like it's theirs as well. Oh, yeah. So she feels like it's hers. Like, so she doesn't feel like, you know, she feels like they're they're her. Her Nigerian thing is her thing and Nigerian thing. We don't have a claim to that. But but our, our thing is for everybody. But that's the problem right there. She does not feel entitled to it or that's hers in a way because I'll tell you why. Well, actually, I take it back. She does feel entitled to it, but she doesn't really believe that she's of it. And the reason why I say that is be no. because okay. she had this old tweet that was pulled up from 2010, December, where 
Somebody asked her if she was American, and for people who don't know, Akata is a slur, is a Nigerian slur for Black Americans, and it translates to wild animals. And Niger is a term for Nigerians, right? In 2010, she wrote in response to somebody asking her if she's Black. She put me Akata, like you're asking if I'm slur for Black. It starts to slur for Black Americans here. Right. Me Akata, a whole me. Uh, and she basically says like, uh, get out of here with that. Nothing but niger pumps through this blood Yoru- yoruba l-o-m-o i don't know what that means so, so she, she she differentiates herself she so she knows she doesn't think that she's just a black american she knows that she's not because from her own mouth the only person who who is on record differentiating well, herself no, they think they can be they think they can be it's like but it's like uh, but you see what i'm they, saying when she, they ask you those she, kind she, of like those brain but, teaser questions like if 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 a is b c is b or b is if a is b and b is c the a does that mean c is a you know what i mean those questions they used to ask and it's like you know they you know they, they break with the actual logic of it is they and they feel like hey you know we're them but they're not us kind of thing but 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 the irony is the irony is with this tweet she's the only person on record of saying that being african makes her something different than being black american she's the one who like acted indignantly insulted that somebody thought she oh, was well, true. american mm-hmm. So why is she now tr- trying to act like uh, a that other people were the ones who differentiated her being Black American? Yeah, good based point. On good being point. Nigerian. When she did it herself. Yeah, she did it. She's the only one who did it, and she did it using a slur. She did it. She didn't just say, yeah. "Hey, how dare you call me Black?" She said, "How dare you call me Akata? Nothing but Nigerian blood flows through my." vain so so she's just like trump she's just saying whatever she has to say that's to uh she's she's a liar she's a fucking yeah she 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 will make up lies about easily testable and discoverable stuff like stuff you can just yeah because they had an audio clip where she was i don't know who she was being interviewed by and she was explaining you know and she's like and she was explaining the word akata and she was like, oh, well, I never used the word. I never used and, and you just read a tweet where she used it. You know, like, this shit is forever. So you can't just lie your way out of it. Exactly. Um, she, she, um... She did something right in 2014, four years after the 2010 tweet. She wrote a tweet. So on to the topic of the word Akata. It's a word that some Nigerians use to refer to Black Americans. It's ugly. I don't use it. <laughs> 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 Which is a lie because she did. Well, you know, and, and the best part is she used all the old tweets she, up. That's the best part. If she would have said, "I don't use it anymore," yeah, you could have right. a little bit of respect for her. But it's like, yeah, so she's like Trump. She'll say any lie at any given moment just to not admit she was wrong, even if it's easily disco- discoverable. Like you know. And then she also wrote this is an excerpt from an article um, that she wrote. No, in the article she writes, "I talked about the word Akata and why I don't use it." Because it has derogatory origins. It is a word that means wild animal, but many people who use it don't realize it, participating in dehumanizing skin folk without realizing it. And when I mean the... Uh, That's another lie. I don't. I don't believe. Yep. Yeah, the people that use that word know exactly what it means. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and indeed, and, and you made a good point. Uh, you made a good point where you said it's like when white people say, "Oh, nigger just means ignorant person." Ignorant. And anyone right. can be an ignorant person. Like you don't have to be black to be a nigger. And it's like, yeah, but you only call black people nigger. So it's like, okay, right. yeah, it's, it's yeah. So so whatever. But um, some people were trying to come at me and saying, "Oh, Akata is not inherently." a slur 
it's it's uh it's neutral some people use it as a slur and i'm like look even if that's true like playing devil's advocate even if that's true she said herself that she thinks it's a slur so it's like if and then when you go back and you look at the old tweet she clearly was uh, when she used it in the context that she used it she was saying it with disgust the, the, yeah. to be reprehensible yeah you know she's not exactly, like, yeah, yeah 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 exactly so e so even if it's true yeah how dare you so even if it's so even if it's true it's not automatically a slur from context it's clear that she thinks of it as a slur so it doesn't matter how anyone else uses it like you know right yeah but here's some of the stuff that she has said about black americans in the past i'm going to read them all now old tweets because um like i said there's more oh my god oh brother my god there's a ton there's a ton and from the here it never fails don't don't forget <laughs> the internet does not forget man especially when you're not deleting your tweets which is yeah the first thing you should do if you're gonna engage in this fuckery like that's like one-on-one like delete your fucking delete your fucking tweets she, she wrote this <laughs> she wrote and even that doesn't work because there's they archive somewhere else right the um, data yeah there's data mining sites that archive every single thing that you tweet man so okay somebody asked her first of all she has a fan base and i don't understand why but people ask her questions and want to <laughs> actually hear her answers on them i don't know why uh someone said and this was to be fair to put in context this is from 2009 but it gets closer and closer some but they went from oldest to newest. Someone put, why do you frown at Kwanzaa? And she goes, I don't know. I think I'm an elitist African, LOL. And then somebody um, said to her, somebody tweeted, she was retweeting somebody else. And the person said, I am not a black nationalist. I'm a pan-Africanist. And she quote tweeted it and added, and I'm an elitist African. Then uh, that's in 2010. And then in 2010, she also wrote, I ain't gonna lie. I will be I will not be encouraging my kids to go to an HBCU, which is a historically black college or university. It's the African elitist in me. Mm. Uh fast she said in two thousand nine. So it's cool to go to a P what is it called? A PWI? A pre- predominantly white uh, institution and probably right. especially Well those are those are our elite. That's what it is. Yeah, the definition or especially of elite. In Ivy, it's white. But she was it's sh- all right. Yeah, she was shitting on HBCUs. It's just because she's an elitist African. So she was basically so saying that black shit, American shit, was not good enough for her. Um she 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 wrote this in two thousand nine to somebody. My cousin's name was Dookie. Ghetto Foo Negroes always come with a nickname that's ridiculous. I don't know what Foo Negroes mean. Uh, I guess it's like an African that thinks he's American. And she goes, we're Nigerian. How did we get hood? You know, so she was like, um, she has some cousins that came here and became like, uh, identified too hard with black culture. And she's like, we're Africans. Just when did people get hood? She was, she was talking about her cousin that I guess mm-hmm. uh, assimilated a little too much for her taste. And she, and she goes, I was at a ghetto funeral last year for my cousin who was a rapper. And did she mix the emoji like, uh, like what the fuck type of emoji? So she's, she's sitting on her cousin for being a rapper. And she goes, and got shot. She puts in parentheses, RIP cuzzo. And she goes, and she goes, sigh. So many spray painted tees with his face. So she's like lamenting that her dead cousin so identified with black American culture and all the ghetto people that showed up at his funeral because he was a rapper and had pictures of his face spray painted on their tees. Like how they basically turned this African funeral into like uh, a black American mm. nigger fest with their black American uh, niggerness. It's, it's, it, wow. you know, you know uh, in 2010, she goes, the government, she spelled government, G-U-B-M-E-N-T. She wrote it like a bonics. The government 
better owe me back like I owe my rent and give me my monies. I'm going to be an urban youth and go buy gym shoes for no reason with it. LOL. And she wrote it in Ebonics. Like, you know, white people like like to imitate black people by misspelling. and Yeah, fucking. like you said earlier, it's just like blackface with blackface. Yeah. She, she put, if I were Gucci. Blackface without the paint. You know, she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to use the makeup yeah. and paint because. She was like, if I were Gucci, uh, the fashion company, not the rapper, I'd ban rappers from buying my shit. They done made, and the most funny thing is she's using hood slang what? to write. <laughs> Why she's making fun? This is what I'm talking about because like, she knows that's what white people want to see and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just wrote it in proper English and or wrote it like you know in African. Like, but she would never write with an African accent to make fun of African people ever. If I were Gucci, I'd ban. Who is this nigga? Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who's this nigga? If I were Gucci, I'd ban rappers from buying my shit. They done made that brand real ghetto. Gucci out of sue Gucci main. If she was, if you are an urban youth. Still in high school with a baby in Gucci shoes, you need your tubes forcibly tied. Clearly, you got wrong priorities. Oh, so she's fucking talking Talk eugenics. Eugenics. Man. She's making eugenic jokes about fucking Black American people. Uh, she put, That's what I said. I said like, what threw me off is like how much they sound like white supremacists. Like, you know, yeah. white supremacists. It's like what? She has another tweet. It's like we've been looking at this shit. Like they, you know, and I think. I think a part of the you know the thing about it was they were just like I don't know in the corner just Kiki and these stupid niggas don't even fucking know these stupid Akata don't even know you know what I mean because it's got so many regular black folks here in America going along with the bullshit dapping her up like and tweeting it retweeting it liking it and they don't even realize all she's mocking yeah 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 oh, she, she, but but they showed a picture of, they, so... they showed a picture of one of her um, shows and she took a picture at a show she's on stage because for some reason people pay to see her live. Uh, and and can I just cut in real quick? That's one of the things that I just this new phenomenon. These these new people that come out, whether it's the two dope chicks, this girl, yeah, you know, some of these other people. Where the hell do these people come from, man? They just what I don't understand, man. I've never heard of this person in my life. No, 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 you never heard of her because black people don't fuck with her like that. The only black people that fuck with her are other tokens like other people who want to do what she does so it's like you know, gotcha. other people who are tokens or trafficking in white culture and whatever like they all they all like okay so that's where that comes okay so that's why i've never because i don't really fuck with any of those shows or any of those yeah, crowds her, like her that fan, so her never... fan base is like 90 percent white and the other 10 percent are black people who ha who don't have any other black friends like that's gotcha. really uh, uh she, she she wrote this hashtag ghetto like first of all she, she started this tweet with the hashtag ghetto hashtag ghetto if you're 21 your mama is 36 and your granny is 50 and you got a six-year-old right um there's so much here right she put she put can someone explain why black folks don't like haitians is it envy from them being able oh. to end slavery quicker than america that she puts shots fired. Oh, hold on, hold on. Then she puts then she adds shots fired That's 2010, oh my god right no Oh my god! I don't know. Black people didn't like Haitians. That's the news. I've never heard one. that in my life. That's like I only met one person that I know for well, well, besides T. I only met one person that I know for sure was. I probably uh, sure um, I might have ran across um, people that were I, Haitians. I'll tell you. I'll tell you honest. But, I'll tell you honestly. Uh, at least in New York, it used to be very, very uncool to be Haitian, and a lot of uh, black people would and Jamaican people. Oh, I get that with the HBO shit. Yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The Haitian, Haitian Friday. I heard Haitian about it. Body order. The HBO used to be Haitian body order and they used to be <laughs> what? yeah yeah the, the, the joke used to be hbo 
yo, Haitian body odor, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then there was another thing. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. You know, this African booty scratcher. They used right. to also say, yeah, Haitian booty scratcher and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And and you and Haitian people used to lie and say that they were Jamaican sometimes, or like, people would, <laughs> people would lie and say they were Haitian because you would get so much grief over it. Um, oh, shit. How the tables have turned. Oh, man. Yeah, but, but, but Haitians, Haitians are held in high regard. Oh, my God. Now. You know what's even crazier? You know what's so fucked up? I went back. My mom still lives in a neighborhood I went to high school, and I was in Walgreens, and there were these high school-age girls in front of me online, and that, this is a 2000s now. Story. And these high school girls were like, girl, I just met this guy. Oh, my God. He was so... Uh handsome and fine and i got his number and everything and he took down my number and he called me i'm gonna go on a date with him and she goes really like what's your leg oh he's haitian the girl was like oh really those guys always dress so nice and they're so handsome like what the (laughs) fuck when does like i got fucked up like like that was like like girls were straight up not date you because you're like they found you're haitian like like people would be cool with you and then somebody would like like your mom would come up and to pick you up for school which had a Haitian accent and people would be like wait you're Haitian and sometimes people would like not want to be your friend anymore it was really like god damn but then the fucked up is like I'm like oh. a lot of Haitian people like aren't like bitter about it it's got, that's what's so weird about this thing with that's the other thing about it because I know y'all went through some shit I know y'all went through and it got greater later for y'all but you know so maybe that's why you're not yeah, so bitter yeah, about maybe it. that's why it but, is, cause maybe the table turned because I started meeting because as I got older there people actually like like me because I'm Haitian there were actually like a lot of girls that would think uh, by the time I went to college and stuff like who actually like prefer to date Haitian guys maybe that's why we're not bitter about it and although hmm. I did read it I did read this it was this uh it was this guy he was giving an interview yeah he was a uh, Birdman from Cash Money yeah. Birdman's nephew or cousin mm-hmm. and he was like they were at a club in Miami mm-hmm. with Trick Daddy and he said he was with a bunch of Haitian dudes and Trick Daddy was there and like the Haitian dudes told Trick Daddy he's like hey you get to the fucking back of the line you know what I'm saying we remember that shit when we was in high school and you was with all that HBO shit <laughs> and the Haitian Fridays and y'all talked shit about us and you talked shit about our clothes get to the back of the line <laughs> and it, it, it was just funny to me because oh, you know, oh, oh, oh. Trick Daddy was a big star oh, like he's a big no, no, famous uh, person no I'm not gonna lie like like people still remember it like there was an interview with Money and Violence I, no I know yeah, yeah. I know but overall yeah. like they don't walk around with this chip on their shoulder i think they, they personally the guy personally knew trick daddy and and like you know he tried to oh, act oh, like he was cool with oh so he remember trick daddy pers- and the guy was just like man get the fuck to the back of the oh line. i would totally like, do that, that i would totally do that like, <laughs> like, like, like if i knew somebody who personally did it and i saw them trying to act cool with me now i might remind them of it yeah that that, that part is true <laughs> That was a hilarious wait, story. Wait, wait, wait. And, like and like the guy was like, you know, he's like, I don't even really know these guys like that. He's like, they just know that I'm, you know, he was like a sort of a rapper or whatever. He's like, they just know I'm related to this guy. And they're like, no, you go in, brother. You go in. Like, you know, they made Trick that get to the back of the line. Though. Yeah. I, I, he's I, like, I, you sure, man? No, you go in. You good, brother. You go ahead. Have a good time. Tell them we said you good. You know what's funny? Now Haitian guys are kind of hated again for different reasons. Like now Haitian guys are hated for like being players. Like people are like, oh, don't get rid of Haitian guy because they'll sleep. Oh, wow. They they uh they always have like 10 girls and whatever. And I'm like, I guess it's a better reason to be hated than. Yeah. yeah, that's a good problem. Like, yeah, I, I guess. I, you know, because it's going to invite, it's going to invite curiosity on a lot of people. Like, oh, he must be, they must be like excellent lovers or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. I'd rather so be hated it's, like it's that a certain... than B.O. So, so I'll, 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 I'll take it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but there's, there's even uh, more stuff. Listen to this. She goes, "Oh man, this whole this whole thing is some, somebody famous. somebody yeah, somebody wrote footworking, which is the type of Black American dancing." Said footworking looks like slave tap dancing over hot coals to me, and then she quote tweeted that with "shuck and jive game proper." Um, yeah, yeah. But we're mis we're, we're misunderstanding her. We're all misunderstanding her. We we don't really get what she was saying or who she is or what she meant. Oh my God! You Listen, this, I mean? she wrote in honor of Black History Month. I must stop shaming my ancestors and go wash and retwist my locks so they stop looking like slavery and oppression. And then she she starts she, she has an obsession with Kwanzaa. She keeps shitting on Kwanzaa. She goes Kwanzaa, the Milli Vanilli of holidays. Check my check out my piece on some very smart brothers. She goes, I should leave Kwanzaa alone, like Africans do. Ooh, did she say that? Yes, she did, girl. She got some nerve. I know, right? I'm like, how are you shitting on black Americans and their holiday while using black catchphrases to sound cool? Like, you know. Like- and that's the thing about it. That's just the thing about it. It's like, okay, I don't think Kwanzaa really made, made but you don't, like, you don't understand what it was and what people were trying to do with that. And also, and it's just like, all holidays are made it's up. It's an insult. All holidays are made up. Like, what's not a made up holiday? Like, like, uh, even Christmas. Whether you believe in Christ or not, the rituals of Christmas are exactly. pagan holidays. That when they were spreading to pagan lands to make the pagans go along with Christianity better, they tried to repurpose a lot of um pagan rituals yeah, they, and incorporate yeah, it into Christianity. Like, no. So that thing with the trees exactly. and the tinsel. That's a pig. The, the date, the the the, the December twenty fifth date. That's a that's a, that's a sacrifice. The date that the pagans had to the sun god. Yeah. So so like, uh, is Kwanzaa really that is really that different? Like you know, like 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 they slapped together a lot of pagan stuff and incorporated it into uh, Christianity. Yeah. Like you was, know, to yeah. to to make and Kwanzaa it- was just an attempt to uh, reach back towards some African roots. You know that were cut off. For all intents and purposes, like you know, they were severed and burnt and buried. You know, yeah, yeah. It was just, a, it was just an attempt to try to reestablish it, it, a cultural identity. It, exactly. Like whether you believe in God or not, it's it's okay to say that most uh, religious rituals are uh, made up. You know, it, yeah, it, all of them are made. Yeah, up. yeah, yes. Yeah. So, 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 she's like, uh, she's like, uh, black folks are. Sh- she goes, black folks are so touchy about Black History Month and Kwanzaa. She put, laughing my ass off. My sister just asked me, did Al Sharpton invent Kwanzaa in 1984? Child, the shade she just drew. And it's like, why do you keep aping black American slang and lingo and talk while you're making fun of them? Like, like that, in a nutshell, is her. She's using it to be now, cool. Now, you, tell- you were saying that those, um, those tweets were done in like 2009 or uh, not? No, was anybody checking her back then um no but now i'm getting to 2012 like in 2012 she's oh. like kwanzaa how many of the seven principles can you name besides jumanji jenga and mokin stuff kwanzaa is a made-up holiday on eight on the eighth day of kwanzaa my true love gave to me a dashiki from the beauty supply so so basically people aren't checking her because they're saying that she's not black enough because she's African. They're saying that you don't you don't actually respect black American people. That that's what makes her such a fucking liar. I, I, I can't stand about her. That she has this whole article that's just a giant straw man pretending that people were claiming that um they didn't like her because she was uh African. And they were saying that she wasn't black because of African. No one said she wasn't black. People were saying that you are aping and using black American culture to give yourself some cachet, to make yourself cool, but... And disrespecting it at the same exactly, time. Exactly. Betraying that you have no actual respect 
for black american culture because you know the actual substantive stuff like black history month and kwanzaa you're shitting on it you're treating it like cosplay you're cosplaying as a black american you know and you're not actually paying respect to like uh the actual like uh tradition so she writes this fucking long article like like the rest of the article goes like i am nigerian born american bred having been here since i was nine years old i am now 33 at nine i knew nothing and she's bringing this up because she revealed some there's some tweets that people dug up where she was saying how she never she grew up rich in nigeria and she never knew about slavery or oppression or black struggles since she came to this country so they were kind of using that as another way to show she doesn't know about black american culture so she goes i'm nigerian born and bred i've been here since i was nine years old at nine i knew nothing i didn't even know how to define myself as black because i was from a country where black is a default so there's no need to define it coming to the u.s was my first time having to deal with race i had never heard about the transatlantic slave trade because at school in nigeria we were learning about the biafran war and how the country got colonized by the british and just got its independence in 1960. the only reason that she even said that much is because people pulled up her tweets admitting that she knew nothing about black culture when she came here so she had to kind of bring it up and she still yeah she still doesn't and it's not and then she goes, well, this whole, I've been here since I was nine. That's the equivalent of, you know, I can't be racist. I have a black friend. Yeah. And she he drives just, my limo, but he's still my friend. See, this is too long-winded and roundabout to even read in full. But she she goes, it's, I'll just give a shorthand. She goes about how she moved to Chicago. She was too young to remember it. It was jarring because she got introduced to racial politics. She learned about Harriet Tubman one time. Then she learned about the I Had a Dream speech. Then she got to college, and then she got to really explore and research slavery. Her major was psychology, but she had a sociology minor. Then she wanted to learn more. Then she took a black woman in the U.S. class. And then shout out to Dr. Millward, my teacher. And then uh, I learned about Asada Shakur when I graduated. And then I became, I got this degree. She's just going on and on. And then she goes to college where I reclaimed my pride as a Nigerian. I became an immigrant. Uh, I just mentioned I grew up hearing the African booty scratcher insult. So she throws that in there to kind of throw shade on Americans. Mm. Like, like uh, they've been, they were bad to me first, whatever. I lost most of my accent by the time I started college because my American classmates made fun of me so much. I got ashamed. You know, so she throws in the middle, like some shade on black Americans, like saying, oh, you guys were mean to me first. Right. She still has never actually addressed the actual criticism of what was directed at her. She never truly says what she says about Tevin Campbell. She frames it as an innocent question. She leaves out all the fucked up shit that she said about uh, whatever. She lies and says that people were challenging her blackness, which they weren't. No, nobody was. So then she goes, so when is our blackness enough? Is my blackness exempt because I wasn't born in the United States? No, no one said that. No one said you weren't black, first of all. Does that exclude me from being able to say I am black American with my formative years having been in this country? No, because nobody said that you can't say you're black American uh, when your formative years were in this country. What they're saying is you can't say you're black American because you say fucked up shit about black American people every chance you get. You're not black and you're not, and you're not black like us. It's not the same thing. Yeah, but, and, and not, it's and, not, and not the just same that. Thing. Black American black. is different than being descendant of slaves. Of American of American right. slaves. But when you say you're black, you know, but those ter- it's been those terms are, those, those terms are vague enough that is it it's interchangeable. That's what I'm saying. Like an African American. Yeah, Brock's an African American. He's not descended from African American chattel slavery. But that's exactly that's uh, a, he's not defi- he's not the he's not a he's not an heir to the dysfunction 
that uh, chattel slavery and uh, Jim, Jim Crow and reconstruction and created. Jim Crow but, but, created. But that's why I disagreed with you. We're heirs to that's this. That's why I disagreed with you about saying that uh, we shouldn't, that black Americans shouldn't have a term. Because like, they kind of need a term because if not, she can play these word games because she is black American yeah. and she is black and she has, she's an American citizen. But she knows full and well that that's not what people were talking about when they said, like, for example, right. I'm a black American because I'm black and born in America. But I'm not a descendant of U.S. slaves. So that'd be like me trying to play slick with words and saying, oh, of course I can speak about American slavery. I'm a black American, knowing full well that that's not what the person was talking about. I'm black American, but I'm not descended from black American slaves. Like, you know, like, like, like she's dishonest. She's so fucking sneaky. Yeah, she's just a liar. Yeah, I'm not even going to keep going on because this thing is just really rambling. I'll put the notes on. I'll put the notes. Oh, but just go see how crazy she goes into straw man territory. At one point, she starts saying, is blackness earned through some sort of pain? Do I need to suffer in a specific way before laying claim to it? Like, nobody said you weren't fucking black. You're, you're fucking black. Why are you even saying anybody's... I guess if she says it enough time, you know, which is typical of, of... This is like when you look at the parallels between what she does and what white supremacists do. They just, they just, they take a... a, a you know, a false point. It's like this is not a point nobody's even brought up, and you you use. She's straw. She's just straw man. She's just you know she's straw man. She, and she she adds, if you were always middle class or upper, are you less black? What is she even talking about? It's not even. Just, just say sorry to Tevin Campbell. Just fucking say it. Like, it's okay. But but yeah, you can hold white black people in such contempt. You'd rather die than say sorry to them. If you yeah, are light skinned and haven't had issues, it's too late. It's too late for an apology. It, it's too it's late. Too, for an it's apology. too late because she's waited too long and chose to write long articles yeah. like this. But if she said it right away, people would have forgiven her, and people would people yeah, wouldn't yeah. have oh, dug into yeah. all those old tweets because people started digging. We never know who she really. Well, somebody would have, I hope, and be like, hold on, no, you meant what you because they were on it quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah, people started really digging because they started like getting on it because if you are light-skinned and haven't had issues related to dark-skinned discrimination are you less black like she's bringing in every hypothetical and strong and that's the same thing that that punk oh uh what's her name amanda seals tried to pull yes that's that same garbage she tried to pull yes amanda seals did the whole thing amanda seals because she's uh came to defend her so she was like amanda seals started pretending that everybody was saying um was was getting on her because she wasn't born here or because she uh, was light-skinned and bringing up all this irrelevant uh stuff and amanda is another one like why is she why is she what's her talent really i mean i've heard her rap her rap is horrible um i guess she can act but her her, i mean okay her personality is trash she's done stand-up comedy i I guess she was in everything she's done has been like just uh mediocre it's like it's been okay and it's the same thing like she gets elevated because she's She's not a threat to anybody um i don't know what else i mean she's like i said like i called her a barnacle before and (laughs) it's just because she's just hanging on you know what i mean that's she's just out there you know you could call her a booger or a dingleberry she's just she just she's she's something stuck in one of your you know one of your hairs that just won't go away oh my god barnacle is so fucking good she says she's a she's a barnacle she's just a hanger on yeah yeah she kept going on and on she kept saying saying that people were telling her she shouldn't talk because she's light-skinned people were saying that she shouldn't talk because she's this and that she's people were doubting her blackness like they all which is a she was she she started telling that same damn lie yeah like no nobody said anything about your light-skinnedness yeah your light-skinnedness you know it doesn't you know I, you know, I'm lighter than a, most. Well, I'm not. I'm, mm, light, I'm, 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 maybe, I'm lighter than you know. I'm on the lighter side. 
of black. I'm all I'm not. I wouldn't call myself light skinned because I don't. I'm not. But I'm lighter than a lot of black folks. Yeah, I think I think I'm about you. I think I'm about your color. I think I'm about your color. Both sets of grandparents are from here. Yeah, I think their parents are from here. Yeah. The next thing that we've been putting off was this woman who I don't know who her name is, Obian Ikiocha. She's a um, blue check black person on Twitter. She's Nigerian, and what was interesting is what's interesting was I wasn't even really agreeing with the person that she was criticizing i think the person that she was criticizing might have been uh, wrong in what they were saying but she used a straw man against them of claiming that they were saying she wasn't black because she was african and what the woman was saying i uh, do you know do you know who she is mike i don't know who she is at all do you know who she i have is? no clue who she is i never yeah, heard I've, of her until yeah, this. i have no clue who she is i just know she's one of those uh blue checks uh, meaning that she's a verified uh, public figure on Twitter. And what happened was she posted something against Michelle Wolf. Michelle Wolf was the uh, woman, the liberal woman, comedian, who had that White House correspondence dinner uh, comedy roast of Donald Trump. And it was very controversial. Like some liberals loved it, some didn't, some conser- uh, and all conservatives hated it. Uh, she was making those Sarah Huckabee Sanders jokes and everyone got mad. But anyway, she got a Netflix show. And the Netflix show got canceled. And this Nigerian woman who, um, I don't know if she's conservative or liberal or what her deal is, but for some reason, this Nigerian woman kind of doesn't like Michelle Wolf. So she was like... She seems to be... She, I, I, I was on her timeline. She seems mm-hmm. to be cause on the conservative side. And she seems to be followed by a ton of, uh, what, I guess what you call conservative white people. Oh, and, and her bio on Twitter says, I'm passionately pro-life, pro-woman, pro-family, pro-marriage, and pro-Africa. So she sounds like she could be um, conservative, you know, with some of that, with some of those things like pro life and pro marriage and pro family. That's like the kind of stuff you find in conservative bios a lot. But mm-hmm. basically, she was celebrating that Michelle Wolf's um, Netflix show got canceled, and she was talking about how she hated the White House correspondence dinner speech. And then um, somebody responded to her, who was also a blue check person. Um, I'm not really sure what this guy's came to fame is either. Um, he seems to be a, a gay, O'Keefe. Yeah, he seems to be like a gay activist because he was talking about uh, he works in House of Valor and House and usually like what's that? It's called House of something. Those are usually like you know, how gay people have like House of like they have they call their, their things houses. And he says uh, partner to a drag queen. So you know, he seems like he's probably uh, gay, and I'm guessing he must consider himself liberal. So he responded, "Them canceling the show had nothing to do with conservatives." dislike of of her it has to do with trying to figure out the weekly talk format also you seem like a joke of a black person so clearly this guy is calling her a joke of a black person because he is a black liberal he's one of those people that you know kind of identifies with liberals so the reason i say he's wrong is he seems to be calling her a joke of a black person because he's like oh you're a conservative caping with conservatives i'm on the side of the liberal white lady and you seem like a joke of a black person because you're conservative That's what she's. That's what he's. he's it was. It was. It, it was. Um. You know what you would call it, ad hominem. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it ad hominem. It was. It was. It was out of. It wasn't. It was not relevant to. I don't. He just decided. Oh, by the way, you seem like a joke of a black. It, it was. Well, it, it was a insult to her personally. But well, 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 in a in a way, I mean, I guess it's an ad hominem. But it seems like he's trying to say, like, because she's conservative, she's um a joke of a black person. So, I mean. 
I guess I guess it's an ad hominem, but it is kind of. I mean, I guess you would have to. I, I guess it would have to. You would have to know that. Uh, well, well, well. The reason why I think it's know, not because that was that was a separate portion. Like the first, the first, his first sentence or two was you know was a direct refutation. A refu- ref, well, you know, whatever. Um, it's late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, it actually, was a direct yeah. rebuttal of what she said as far as like why this talk show was canceled. He's like, them canceling the show had nothing to do with conservatives, just like for her. It had to do with whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, apropos well, of let, nothing, well, let's just say you this. seem like a joke of a black person. Yeah. Let's just say this. Whether that last sentence is an ad hominem or not, either way, it's in response to her being a conservative and yeah. speaking up about conservative issues and, and, and bashing a white liberal. Yeah, it wasn't it was not attacking African. her blackness. It was just saying she was a joke as a black person. Yeah, for and, and, her, and, and, her no, personal not beliefs. That, which not just that, even if it was attacking her blackness, it was attacking her blackness on the grounds of her of her being a conservative and being anti-liberal. So true. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think it, yeah, it's it, important. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. So I think make that I, note. Yes, yeah, so I think even if it's wrong, it's wrong for a different reason than what she says. She, this is what her response to it is. And this is what I was trying to say before about how a lot of these people, they're just itching to say fucked up shit about descendants of American slaves because she just jumped into this thing that makes me think this is something that's close to the surface in her all the time. Like she's just ready to just say this disrespectful shit. I don't know how she made this jump. This is what she said. She says, I am a joke of a black person. I was born in Nigeria. I'm daughter of the Igbo tribe. I can talk for hours in my native language about the traditions of my people. When I die, I will be buried by my ancestors in the land passed down for generations. Benjamin, what is your tribe? So so she basically went in on him being American and saying like, hey, I'm Nigerian. You know, that makes me and I have a tribe. You don't have a tribe, which is I mean, and that's what let's, let's be honest. If it's true and it's not, we don't have a name for what we are, uh, what we didn't. There's a kind of a growing momentum of people referring to us as descendants of slaves, descendants of American slavery. Mm, I think uh, you had to speak up a little bit. You're sounding low. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, which is, as I said, it's kind of true and it's kind of not. I mean, we but don't but have a technically a name for what we are. Besides, you know, we've we've gone through different uh, titles and names and whatnot, but uh, as far as are we uh, are we a specific are we an individual tribe of 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 Africans? But 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 also if they if she's mocking black Ameri- black descendants of American slaves for not having a tribe, then her people have to stop getting defensive yeah. and reflexive and shutting down whenever they try to set up a tribe. Because whenever exactly. they do try to set up a tribe, they're like you know they act like oh you're excluding us. Yeah, How they want they, they want with? they want to play both both parts. You know, oh, yeah. wait, we're all together. We're all in this together. You know but, what I'm but, saying? But, but like, also. Hey. But also, let's be real here. And We're I all black. And let's be real here. And I responded this to her. I said, the reason they don't know what the tribe is, if such a thing is true, is because those ancestors from your tribe that you want to be buried by sold their ancestors to begin with, which is nothing to be proud of. So it's exactly. like when you were you, sitting around talking for hours in your native tongue about the traditions of your people, do they sit there and mention how they went and hunted our people from other tribes and sold them to the most evil people on the planet? Exactly. Do y'all talk about that when y'all sit around for hours talking about your traditions? Yeah. So if you want to tell the story, tell the whole story. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not one of those people that likes to traffic in the uh, black people sold black people 
slave thing but i mean yeah. if you're gonna talk about specific tribes and whatever like you know it merits bring it's it merits bringing up and then another african person said oh yeah the, all these african people jumped into like cheerlead and and the the guy was saying that she wasn't she was a joke of a black person because she was conservative so i don't know why she even went into the african yeah, versus you know American well, well he's then it got that's a whole bunch of well he started it well so you got to insult a whole but but but, but not just that she could just say uh well well she, she could say something equally fucked up but at least relevant like saying oh so you think being liberal makes you black you know uh liberals shit on you guys too you know at least conservatives are honest like like she didn't bring up the conservative liberal thing at all she just jumped to a totally different shit that had nothing to do yeah. with what he was was talking about because her contempt seems to be so venomous toward uh descendants of black american slaves she just made that segue and it, and it was amazing how many other african people just use it as a chance to dogpile and like like i said before this guy had nothing to do with her being african if she was american if she was a black american descendant of american slaves and said the exact same shit he would have said the exact same shit he, he just didn't like that she was conservative you know and someone put as african put, oh yeah total burn love when african-americans think uh, try to call africans jokes of black people where are you from indeed and it's like 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 you know try and mock them for not being able to trace their lineage but yeah. you have a role in not being them being able to trace that lineage so exactly Tri tribalism was what's what what what's fucking up africa now and what what fucked us up then yeah and, and then she added yeah and honestly i don't enjoy hitting people like this this is that same original woman i would have been okay with the first part of his tweet but he had to go and call me joke of a black person for goodness sake i didn't even speak english fluently until i was 11 never stepped out of africa until i was 24 but africa has nothing to do with it he doesn't care yeah where you're from he just doesn't like that you're conservative i mean and and to a degree i agree you shouldn't just call someone a joke of a black person because they're conservative, you know, or because they're liberal. But, you know, there's, I don't know why they all keep doing yeah. the straw man of keep claiming that people are insulting them because they're African. It, it, that's kind of like when uh, white people say that uh, people are calling them racist because they, they actually hate, because they, they hate white people. You know, like, like uh, those alt-right people have this phrase where they say anti-racist is code for anti-white. But meanwhile, yeah. they're actually saying and doing like racist shit, and people are calling yeah. them racist because of what they do, not because they're white. This sounds the same way. Like they say anti-black American stuff, and when people call them on it, they say, "Oh, you're doubting my blackness because I'm African." It's like, huh? Like how did you make that logical jump? But this is where it got really fucked up. A lot of white people jumped in to congratulate her and praise her. They're like, "Obi Anuju, your mastery of English is better than most uh, native speakers." That alone is an achievement. You're the best. It's just like, oh, hugs to you. And then um, all these black people just came in trying to say, you did a, all these white people came in trying to, uh, oh, you know, give her. Oh, and keep keying, like, and back patting, like, hey. Yeah. When you, when you look at, like, some, like, a lot of the white folks that did come in and you go look at their, you go look at their, um, you know, their bios. Yeah. Their profiles. Okay. Christian, wife, mom, native Texan, pro-life conservative. Despise blanket statements. Second Amendment. Yeah, West yeah. Virginia. Okay, we listen. Yeah, we know. We know. So, 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 so truth of the matter is, uh, she's a coon. I mean, basically, let's call. And that's basically what he was saying. And if you yeah. would have said that better, that I, I think that would have been the better thing to say. Even though I don't know, it, it, but, but whatever, but, we can but, have this disagreement yeah, with the term. It's, but, a, it's semantics because somebody could say a coon is a joke of a black person. You know. Yeah, you can. You really can. 
Yeah, so so actually, I take it back. Maybe he wasn't wrong to say that because she does seem to be uh, cooning hard. Well, she showed she showed herself she showed herself to be a joke. Yeah. Up until that point, I didn't know anything about her. So you know, obviously, he knew a little bit more about her than he. And he said she seemed to be. He might have just perused her TL and her bio and and you know see who was rocking with her. And like, oh, okay, yeah. By you know, by the way, you seem like a joke of a black person, or you seem like a coon. You know, which she does. And, and you want to know, you want to something, you want to think that's very interesting too. This is, you know, who Bozoma St. John is? Um, I don't think I do. I'm, I'm going to send the link so you can see this tweet, right? Um, when, when Tevin Campbell got, uh, when Tevin Campbell got, when Levy said a thing about Tevin Campbell, Bozoma St. John is African too, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, She's she's married to a white guy, you know, and full disclosure, because apparently anytime I mention that somebody who's just <laughs> fucked up things about black people is married <laughs> to a non-black person, I have to bring up that I'm married to an Indian woman in that uh, she doesn't say racist things about black people. And you, you know, from the past episode, I, that's apparently I'm hiding something if I bring up somebody's uh, married to a non-black person and I don't bring up the same thing. But um, Bozoma St. John is somebody who she does PR right oh is that that um that lady that's working with jimmy johns uh yes um okay okay she, I know. she she um she's been hired for companies when they want to rehabilitate their image because of racism so when um when papa johns got in trouble for like the n-word and racism they hired her as a black pr person to um help them rebrand and she's she's also done this before like like uh she's she's Ghanaian and and she um there's other examples of where she's kind of helped companies um rebrand let me try let me try the let me find the other example there, there wasn't there was another one uh, she's something called a, a diversity uh evangelist so apparently she thought they tapped her to fix Papa John's after the after CEO uh, was caught saying saying nigger. So yeah. so she so she took their money uh, to help them seem less racist, and they liberally hired a black person for the PR. Um, I was, she was also I was hired an event uh, a couple weeks ago, and she she did the same thing for Uber. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Uber got some kind of problem, and she does the same thing. So she basically uses her blackness as a way to help racist companies seem continue left. to fuck over uh black people in america yeah yeah she's found her a little a little niche yeah yeah exactly but you know she's using that the fact that a lot of white people can't tell different black people apart so, so exactly. that they can see oh there's a black person who's willing to work for papa john's and rehabilitate them that must make them okay but what they don't realize is she doesn't really identify with black american descendant of american slaves so right. to her the people that he's that these people are offending yeah so, with their so, actions so, and behavior so they're offending these people and she's willingly taking their money and helping rehabilitate them and the reason she can do is because she's not personally offended because she doesn't feel like they're her she tribe. agrees hell yeah because because low-key a lot of um these foreign black people they'll they'll call black american descendants of, of american slaves um niggers like you know what i mean cotton pickers like, and yeah or, uh, or niggers that, like, like they like like how chris rock said you know there's niggers and black people like you know they they buy into that shit a lot of them yeah but what was interesting was when people came for lovey for the tevin campbell tweet she went in those replies hard defending lovey like you know oh um, no kidding 
how dare you talk about lovey how this and she's she was at the a white house uh conference for black female entrepreneurs with lovey the two of them headlined it under obama's white house so obama african obama who traffics in the optics of black american culture to um ingratiate himself to white people and to uh win over black people invited these two africans in his white house to have a black female entrepreneur event of a feather yeah, and first of all, why is Lovey there? I don't understand why it must Yeah, except for her. I don't, I don't, you know, all these she might, ideology, you know, ideologically, yes, but yeah, is she, so, what, is, what does she do? What is her, what is her claim to fame? What's her, so, so well, I are, guess she had a New York Times bestseller, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, she does, but I mean, I didn't know why she even had that, but yeah, so they traffic in african-american culture and whatever do all this diversity stuff at the know. same time claiming there there is no black american culture yeah no and, culture. and at the and at the same time like not defending but you see how she actually someone from her tribe gets yeah. offended she went all through these mentions just attacking anybody so i'm like okay you're okay with taking papa john's money after they got in trouble for calling people niggers and you know sticking up for them over uh black americans you know because because the word nigger is, is a slur specifically created for descendants of u.s slaves that's a word that originated in slavery that's i mean it's a slur against all black people but yeah. it's way more pointed it has become that yeah know? it has become that but it's something that's really specifically originally a slur for that particular group you're fine not fighting papa john's and taking their money but somebody insults you know um another african and you jump in there it's very interesting but there's a tweet where in one of her defenses for against um on behalf of lovey she said where's the lie though lovey i haven't seen him since 2015 at the soul train awards and she hashtags find heaven and then she puts a picture and i'm going to put this in the show notes she puts a picture in the tweet and do you see what the picture is of, of, of her i guess this is her and him at the awards right hugged yes. up yes but she's giving him a hug and taking a picture with him. She's hugged up with Tevin Campbell and smiling. So in 2015, she the biggest, hugged... widest smile. Yeah, but but think about that. In 2015, she hugged up on Tevin Campbell at the Soul Train Awards and took a picture with him. Why did she do that? And why was she cheesing like that? Because she's like excited to meet a celebrity. She's taking a picture with him, but then she shits on him yeah. uh, and puts hashtag Find Tevin and backs up Lovey. So when she was taking this picture, she obviously had no high regard for him. She's just a climber. Apparently she just not. she just took a picture with him and used the picture for social cultural cachet, you know, to help. Obviously, even though he hasn't been very active as far as on the charts and whatnot, she knew who he was. <laughs> she knew who he, he she was. She deemed him worthy enough to take a picture. Exactly. With. She she deemed him worthy enough to take a picture, but she, and she took a picture with him because she knew that there must be some value in it. That's gonna help her. Like you know, uh, she did the Soul Train Awards, right? Yeah. Um, that's not an African Music Awards. She's she's there at the American Black People's Music Awards. Yeah. Uh, to take pictures with Black American descendant of American slave icons and get the shine from it and be able to ingratiate herself and do things that help give her validity when it's time for one of these racist companies to want to use her as a human shield against racism but um when it comes down to when it comes down to it she shows that she has no respect for him but even in this tweet right where she's shitting on him and defending lovey she's still humble bragging about taking a picture with him think about that she's yeah exactly 
yeah, because why did she have to throw that picture in and throw in that she saw him in the 2015 awards? Because even yeah. as she's shitting on him, and she uh, acts like she, 2015 she, she's still was her. like you know they were pushing cars with their feet still or something like I haven't seen them too. It's 2000. It's like what? Okay. Yeah, but it's still. Oh, 2015 so, was it, it three years ago? It's not like. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. did see him and I hugged him and I took a picture with him. So hey, I'm somebody. <laughs> but you're right. Fuck him. <laughs> And you're right, 2015 is not that long ago, but think about like white people and their icons. Like if somebody who was like, you know, iconic for a decade, like, okay, look at Britney Spears. What has Britney Spears done? And I, they st- I couldn't tell you. <laughs> like they still act like it's a big deal whenever she comes out to do a new song. Like, you know, they still, because she was once big and once iconic, mm-hmm. you know, once you, she, she becomes, you become an icon in white society, they'll always yeah. like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, exactly, she was making big coin out there in Vegas just recently. Yeah, wasn't she yeah, doing she, shows. She's made no new music. She just sits in Vegas and keeps redoing her old stuff after being gone for like years and shaving her head bald and doing all this stuff. White people grew up with her; they still like her. New Kids on the Block came back after like being gone for like twenty years, and they had a mm-hmm. huge tour, and all the white people came out like they still come out for the rolling stones you know Ain't the rolling stones still touring and you know yeah. people don't do that to people of their own tribe like if nah. people from their own tribe were iconic once they'll always kind of hold you in regard but for these people because these people aren't from their tribe like yeah. like um they they were they didn't grow up listening to tevin campbell you know what i'm saying and yeah and, and getting a little game from them about how you know how to try to mac on a, on a nice breezy yeah, Can yeah. We talk. Come on, man. I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure if a African icon from their home countries who hasn't exactly. been active in the past couple of years but was iconic, um, they would. She wouldn't have shaded him like that. Yeah, not just that, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like he, like you know, it wasn't just. It was like he. They, what were they saying that? What were they suggesting that he does like perform or or sing at Aretha's funeral, right? Yeah, it wasn't like he was like like hey we're gonna we're gonna pump him up and make him the next you know the biggest star again. It was you know we're gonna have him. Where did they pull that name from? Who, what rock yeah, he been yeah. hiding under? Like what? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's yeah. So so she she's 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 worked for a bunch of fucked up and, uh, you know, these companies. People, they, and... they don't know how to apologize, admit they're wrong. You know, just or just bow out gracefully. Fucking apology. Fucking admit you're wrong. Just shut up. They won't even do that. They won't yeah. even just shut up and just go away and be quiet. Like, okay, I'm just gonna let that shit blow over. No, they gotta double down on the dumb. And, and she and she joined Apple to um she joined Apple Music with the intention of fixing. This is what I've read in the article. Quote: It's internal cultural issues as well. So she came in there to help fi- to help rescue them from cries of racism as well. So this is her thing. She goes to places that, you know, are being accused. Well, we can't be racist. We hired a a black lady to uh, help us out. Yeah. She said everything was okay, so it must be. Yeah, and yeah, and then she and then she comes in and she uh, comes in as their diversity expert. But meanwhile, you know, she's not really having any real kinship to Black American exactly. people, and and she she shows it. She's she's married to um, this white guy. She shits on Black American cultural icons, and I want to make clear again because I know how it always starts. I'm not dissing her because she's married to a white guy. That's not what it is. It's that she's. But married- it's funny how a lot of these people. People that are married to white people seem to have some of the most toxic views of of native born black people. 
Is it a coincidence? Well, see, it's not. But also, I think it's the the order, the causation. Like, I'm not saying that everybody who's married to a white person has no. It's not. It's not because they're married to a white person. They marry a white person because of their their toxic views of other black people. Exactly. Exactly. Generally, and 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 black American specific. And also because of how things like go these days with people like willfully misconstruing. I'm not saying that every person who's married to a white person has toxic fuck views all that man. we ain't got to keep explaining to them no, if they don't get it it's because they don't want to get it we I think you're being you're being clear you're you're being yeah, honest about true. what you think about it you know I don't I don't think there's no mistaking what you're saying this is an important corollary too not everybody who's married to a black person automatically loves black people either because I've go. met I've met black people who both kind of have toxic views about um, black American people but we'll be married to each other like two um, Africans or two foreign born blacks or foreign descended blacks they'll be married to each other another black person but both kind of be contemptuous of American black descendants of slaves so just because somebody's married to a black person doesn't necessarily mean that they hold black Americans in high regard either they can just hold the black people from the home countries in high regard yeah, yeah I mean I think we've covered everything you know, um, I think we have. I think we have. I think yeah, we, uh, this has been like a discourse. double. A double I, I want to beat on it some more, but I plan I, to I in future episodes bit. because there's there's so much shit happening during this, and because we were gone, I just for, don't want this to go away. Because I, I want. Oh no no no! We need to beat this drum. We have, we have some guests coming is. on about this, and because I was gone for a couple of weeks, it had time to like have a lot of fuckery happen. If we were commenting on it every week as it happened, <laughs> I think it'd be easier just do one or two episodes, but. Yeah. A lot of stuff has happened. We have to talk we about let it. Some it build more. up. We got to really unpack a lot of this shit. This has been a double sized episode, and I think that's good because we've been gone for a while. So I we think shortchanged people. So we got to give them. We got to give it back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank y'all for hanging in there with us, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank it. you, and thank you, Mike, for putting up with the technical difficulties that were totally my <laughs> fault. I'm your brother, man. Yeah, D had to bounce because it, the technical difficulties had were too much. His family was saying, "Listen, we need you." So, yeah, yeah, he, he had to go. I'm, I'm making that last part up. I don't know why he had to leave, but he was tired. He just got off of work. He just got through work. He's pretty tired, and probably 13, 14 I, 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 hours. I don't blame him. The technical difficulties were getting ridiculous. But yeah, man, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad we're back. Yeah, I really want to hear um, responses to this episode, and it's not the last thing because. I want to talk about the Amanda Seals thing more next time as, yeah. as well. Because we didn't oh, even really get, really get into her a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to play some of her raps too. Like, I want to really talk about it. <laughs> All right, bro. Uh, so, talk to you soon, man. Okay, peace All out. Right. Joe. Bye.